That's it's Steph's get, signature greeting. We're getting more and more further away from it every time we say it. Hello. 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 It's kind of slightly it's, weary. Yeah. As if the world is on her shoulders and she could feel the weight yeah, crushing her down. That's kind of how she says it every time. That when she says that greeting, I know why. It's almost <clears throat> like air escaping from a balloon. Hello. Hello. No, I don't like that. I'm not <clears throat> comparing Steph to a balloon. <laughs> I know, I know. But if I did, it would be a super cute pink. No, she wouldn't be pink. What kind of she'd what? be yellow because she makes me think of sunshine. She'd be a happy balloon that makes children smile. Yeah, because she's warm and nice. Would she be one of those long sausage balloons that you can make into balloon animals? No. She might. She'd just be an emperor balloon. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is either. Do you just, just make it up? It up. <laughs> is it the balloon you give to an emperor penguin? No. She'd just be the kind of balloon you get for someone's birthday. So it would just say happy birthday on it? No. It would just say hello. Hello. It would be a talking balloon. <laughs> I love that we're slowly building up this mythology of Steph. Yeah. She's been on the podcast though twice, right? No, once. once. Soon to be twice. Soon. Soon. Can we talk about it? Can we talk about it? Soon. <laughs> <laughs> I love how excitable you get. I am very excited. I feel like maybe we talked about it on the last podcast. No? Yeah, we did. We we referenced the upcoming event. Oh, okay. Well, it's getting closer. It's getting closer. In fact, my countdown app tells me it's 52 days away, which is nice. <laughs> You held your glasses as you said that, as if it was some elaborate scientific fact. It is. Yes, it's... yes. My countdown timer has told me, <laughs> scientifically, that it's 682 hours and four minutes. In fact, I will tell you. You know why? Because then it will be marked. Marked. It's 52 days, 12 hours, 57 minutes and 42 seconds until she arrives we even have a countdown until she gets on the plane so we have two countdowns because we're <laughs> 51 sleeps to steph because we're nerds i like saying that five more sleeps sure. two more sleeps it's cute but yeah i'm really really getting excited now like i can feel it like that it's happening soon and I'm very, very excited. And yeah, I'm going to get to see her. I'm going to get to see her across more time, if that makes sense, than ever before. Because like the past two times, or the only two times, she has actually come over. That's not the way you say a sentence. <laughs> the The times that she has come over. I like this self-editing. Which has been at twice. Un, deux. She came for two weeks each time but this time she's actually going to be in england for nearly six weeks like five and a half weeks or sure. something so she's going to be here for more of my life if that makes sense it does make sense but i don't see why it's significant i just feel like it's nice she's coming in june and she's going to still be here at the end of july like it's gonna feel nice like you know and I'm not obviously going to get to see her every day of those nearly six weeks because she's going to be here studying, but I will get to see her on the weekends, which is nice. Boy, I hope it's a mild summer. I know, because we'll be in London for some of it, so... The only thing I hate more than life itself <laughs> is putting on sunscreen. 
Oh, yeah. Even when it's like this sunscreen isn't like normal sunscreen, it's like somehow not as sticky and somehow not as smelly, but it always is. Yeah. It's expensive. I was talking to Steph about this. Sure. Because I thought, is it one of those things where it's like expensive here and like not expensive there? But it's about the same price. But I feel like it's really expensive. This is one of the things where it's like, you should want people to wear this. Right. And in fact, if you talk to people like who are like obsessed with skincare, when you go on like the skincare subreddits and stuff. As I do. People say that you should wear SPF every day even when it's not sunny. Because, yeah. Okay. And there are people, like famous people who are like, yeah, my secret to beauty is that I wear SPF every day. <laughs> so like, yeah. Right. But I just cannot. I mean, they put SPF in stuff. You can get foundations with SPF That in makes sense. And moisturizers with SPF in and stuff. But SPF on its own is horrid. In any form. Sure. Oh, let's get a fancy spray and then it just like, goes in your nose and in your hair and it's just... The worst is when you just take a straight, undiluted shot. This is how I know you like <laughs> tune out. You're like, cool story, bro. This is how I know because you just add... No. Your eyes glaze over and you just add like a... Not even really a good joke, just a throwaway oh, joke. That's the first ball busting of this you. episode. I know you. I know you. It's not a song. As you like it is a song. Me. It was on the Halo Wars 2 trailer. Oh, I flipped it. <laughs> I flipped the script, as the kids say. Do the kids say? Or is that actually something that parents say? Because it's from a different generation. Talking of what the kids say, I had to explain to Matthew yesterday the phrase, show me the receipts. <laughs> he was very confused and nonplussed by it. <laughs> because it replaces... A phrase, show me the evidence, or what's the evidence, that didn't need replacing. Yeah, yeah I know what you mean. What? I had to explain, and I hope she doesn't hate me for saying this. She won't hate me, that was too harsh of a thing. Um, Steph was like, is it woke or woken? That makes perfect sense. <laughs> it does, I'm just saying, sure. like, they both asked us, like, we are, like, down with the kids but we're not really. i'm not i only get my information secondhand from you yeah and i only know it because i go on all kinds of cd plate no i'm joking CD i places. go on all kinds of like i go on eclect an eclectic that's true grouping of things online if you don't spend a lot of time online or and or don't know any young people how are you gonna learn this stuff like from the I mean, I'm sure there are, like, the odd Guardian articles that, like, throw in a word here and there because they also want to sound down with the kids. But, sure. But apart from that, I don't know how we'd know. How would we know? I sometimes see these Guardian articles whenever there's some new big phenomenon in the, the kid space. Like, the last one I saw was along the lines of, if you're a parent, here's what you need to know about Fortnite. As oh, if it God. was some new drug that kids yeah. were taking behind their school's bike shed. Some people would say that it is a drug. Yeah, some yeah. out of touch, no, I mean self-absorbed like... royals might. <laughs> oh, yeah. What a dick. Oh, my God, am I going to get put on a list? We'll never be royal. Royals. Something, something, something. You're so late to the party on that one. Well, I'm not. I'm not singing it as if I just discovered it. Well, that's not implicit in my sing-songing. It's not. 
You know what song I do love? What? I don't know much, but I love you. I don't know what this song <laughs> is, but I like it. I think it might be a real song that I've forgotten the tune to. And also, uh, I did... know more than that. I also know the recipe to Coca-Cola. No. Water, sugar, and brown. <laughs> a lot of brown. <laughs> you need. What is it made of? You need industrial grade brown. What? That's... Was there really cocaine, cocaine in yeah. Coke once upon a time? I don't think it's cocaine, but it was some kind of extract from coca leaves, which you also get cocaine from. Oh, I don't fully understand. Yeah. I do know for... A w There's something along the lines of for a long time, the Coca-Cola company was the only company that was legally allowed to import coca leaves. Whoa. Because obviously they have such a potential to be turned into an illicit drug. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. But we can trust the sugar water vendors over at Coca-Cola, oh, oh, I guess. Oh. Rotting children's teeth for generations. Sugar water. Dun, 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 dun. I'm not doing the tune. Oh, my God. Speaking of, like, not fucking being able to do the tune... There's a song called Sugar Water, and it's such a good song. Ugh. We're not musical I wonder folk. if there's any anyone out there who knows about an episode of a show where the band or the singer, I don't, I'm not sure, possibly <laughs> the band, who sings that song, sings it, and it's a very sensual, sensual scene. Sugar Water. I don't know the fucking tune off the top of my head. If you know, you're a good egg. So not only did you give the most vague reference possible, if you saw this band or singer on a show or episode, but you don't know how the song goes. You get deux points if you, uh, if you get it. Okay, and what do th can they redeem them for some kind of prizes? Sm smiley prizes. I almost thought you were going to say a smooch. <laughs> No. You're going to set up a kissing booth if no, you get my references? That's gross. The idea of a kissing booth is gross. Was that ever a real thing or was it just I something on TV? I don't know because I feel like I've only ever seen it on American shows. So I guess we'd have to ask an American. That lets you be patient zero for the new <laughs> mono outbreak. I saw a vague headline of like um, Coachella like spawned a new herpes fucking strain or something. Is Coachella, is Coachella one of those festivals where you camp, or do you just go to it? No, I don't think you camp. But if uh, you don't camp, actually, how are so many people having sex? You must be camping, actually, because it's for a weekend. So I'm assuming that you do. But it's a very, like... Um, it's not like Glastonbury or, like, Reading. It's, like... More like a glamping than a camping sure. scene, I would imagine. Because Coachella is always seen as like people go just to take photos rather than like listen to music, which has been a big thing recently, which is so un just like beneath me to speak about. I'm only, I'm only joking. <laughs> Talking of glamping. you got to cut that out. I didn't mean that. I can't tell whether you're being serious right now. Just continue like it never happened. You do have a line in your contract rider saying you get final cut approval. I do. Across the whole episode. Which is funny because I don't listen to it ever again. I go on Fiverr and I pay someone to make a transcript of each episode and then you get to 
go through it and vet everything. I think I may have posted on Fiverr once. Line by line. Well, as a I'm looking for work. Yeah. Or I'm looking for an underpaid slave. Yeah. But it's one of those things where you put up a profile and never visit it ever again. I don't really know how you would attract attention to yeah. your... this. I mean, you go on there and you're looking for someone who can whatever clean your house or mow your lawn or find something on the internet and there's 10,000 profiles yeah I don't know either and they're all competing to be the lowest price possible yeah. so you're driving the price down even more is everything five pound or can you charge anything you want I don't know I've never I don't think I've ever actually been on the website yeah I can't remember but people <laughs> would do have you ever heard of they have this service called the mechanical turk which basically are these really boring, menial tasks that you can get paid literally oh, yeah, I have. pennies to do. Yeah. I so have. it will give you, say, 50 images and say, saw all the ones that have cars in, saw all the ones that yeah. have people in. And then you'll spend five minutes doing it and you'll get four cents. Yeah, I have heard of that. And there's people that just do it all day long. Oh, Remember I said there was that podcast app where you could listen to podcasts and get paid? I saw someone talking about it on Reddit and they were just like, I worked out that if you want to earn $1,000, you'd have to be listening for like 72 years or something <laughs> ridiculous. Actually, that's a lie. It was 15 years, but still. <laughs> I take it back. That's reasonable. And then someone was like, just to earn, to to make it more kind of, to what word am I looking for? To... Profitable? To bring it into... Hmm, what words am I looking for? My fucking brain is just blanked. To... To to make it tenable for yourself no, as a I'm job? No, I'm not trying to say that. I'm trying to say, like, to put it into more perspective, he was like, it, in order to earn $2, you'd have to be listening for three months. Whoa. For, for like, six hours a day. That's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, so you earn nothing. Basically. I feel like everyone at some point, or at least most people, especially of a younger generation, at some point you've been either between work or unemployed or whatever it is, and you try and find paid work online. Everyone has done it, yeah. And there is good paid work mm. online, but it's very hard to find and it's very competitive. Yeah. I mean, the things that I ended up finding where... I remember one where you could get paid to be a transcriptionist. Oh, I remember that. And the efficiency work rate you would have to put up to make essentially a little bit under minimum wage. So it's, I mean, it's a real pittance. You would have to be working 10 hours a day straight with no bathroom breaks. And you would have to be blazingly fast at transcribing. And some people do do that, obviously. But... I feel like it would just kill your soul within no. a few months because you'd you'd finish it and you would be so mentally depleted of just sucking in this text to your short-term memory. This pointless information. And then regurgitating it straight onto a page at 120 words per minute. I, I feel like it would just break you. Yeah. Obviously, there's people who are like, well, the comf- you get to stay at home. Sure. So you can do it whenever. You could do it in the night or whatever. But it's still going to take you that many hours to earn that much money. So it's not like it's less of a full-time job. If anything, it might be more than a full-time job. Sure. Because of how many hours you have to put in to get 
amount of money. <laughs> I guess the reason why they can pay you less is because you get to stay at home. Well, it's also to go anywhere. It's quite predatory in a sense because it's capitalizing on the fact that there are some people who can't do anything else yeah. who are homebound for one reason or another yeah. and so when you say to them we'll give you this tiny wage to do this really hard menial work they kind of it's take it or leave it essentially yeah wow what a dark new I world we've entered i feel like they kind of like Took us down a dark path or a potential dark path. <laughs> you know, you le- lowered the tone of the evening. I that doesn't mean what you think it means. That would be to make things crass. No, you it mean can lowered mean... the mood. Tone also applies. Just because people don't necessarily use it that way doesn't mean it can me- can't mean that. Listen, when I mansplained something to you, I want you to take <laughs> it on faith. The thing I was going to say earlier is talking about glamping and fuck you. What? Delayed reaction. I, <laughs> I thought you had some irrational aversion to the word glamping. <laughs> once it's said more than once, you just can't stand it. So have you ever heard about how at Burning Man, there's a long running controversy about the fact that celebrities come and set up these really expensive, fancy, luxurious camps where it's all air-conditioned and it's all cordoned off so no one else can come in. And they essentially treat it like a getaway in a, you know, $200,000 RV, whereas everyone else just kind of camps out in crappy caravans or tents and whatnot. Okay, but if they had the $200 RV, they would use it. If they had a $200 RV... You know what I mean? That would be... What did you say? Pretty bare bones. I said $200,000. Okay. I don't know. I mean, why does anyone... I know you've got no sense of money because you have a trust fund. I thought... (laughs) I thought Burning Man was supposed to be just, like, this free space of, like, amazing, like, art and music and just, like, a real kind of, like... Actually, you know what? First of all, you can say that, but isn't it like hundreds of dollars to get a ticket? Right, yeah. So you're saying essentially that it's only a certain type of person who can go in the first place because most people aren't going to have that type of money. And it's not just about the ticket, it's in the middle of nowhere. So it's about getting there as well. So maybe the reason why some of them are in shitty tents is because they spent all their money on like that but i don't know this kind of like you can't you can't come if you're gonna like (laughs) stay in a pricey that's dumb that's really dumb yeah and screams jealousy we're all about radical inclusion and love and friendliness but we still hate the rich yeah maybe and by the way we're middle class white people and we hate the rich (laughs) i feel like um Maybe maybe it's just to do with the fact that they come and they seclude themselves. Right. And the idea is that you're supposed to, like, mingle and just be everyone be free together. But at the same time... Just let your genitals flap in the wind. But me, <laughs> maybe people want to come and they choose somewhere like Burning Man because it's kind of, you know... What word am I looking for? I'm always looking for words. Um <laughs> Can I interest you in a thesaurus? You can only <laughs> or a dictionary. <laughs> you can only um you can only get in if you're if you're a certain type of person. And 
I'm selling a set of encyclopedias for a thousand dollars if you'd like. I'll just give up. Honestly. They're leather bound. They're in four different languages. I feel like I used to sometimes get anxious about doing the podcast because we hadn't done it in a while. I say we hadn't done it in a while, but we always haven't done it in a while. Um, but now what my anxiety has been funneled into is this forgetting of like what I'm going to say. Because not only did I not know the word, I forgot my point. Okay. I, my point, I think, was... Just forget it. <laughs> I can't... I, I'm embarrassed that I had to take a pee break five minutes into the podcast. Yeah, why are you embarrassed? How unprofessional of me. <laughs> it's like when you need to, you put your hand up and say you need to go to the toilet in class and the teachers say you should have went during recess. Yeah, I don't know why they say that. That has always bugged me. It's like, well, okay, I didn't need the toilet five minutes ago, but I need it now. I can't time this. I'm a you child. Know I can't time this. <laughs> And yet you say it anyway. I have a bladder condition. Yeah. <laughs> you always take it to a place. Tap your microphone down a little bit. Do you remember what your point is? Yes, I do. Given that I gave you... You're embarrassed about... 65 minutes of thinking time. <laughs> You're embarrassed about peeing and I'm embarrassed that my brain just like fritzed, fritzed sure. <laughs> out. Um, my point was, maybe... A person has gone to Burning Man and not somewhere like Coachella because it's more kind of, it is kind of more secluded and it's more controlled and I feel like there's less people and more space and maybe they went there for, you know, maybe they're anxious but they really want to like enjoy something like that. So to then kind of, shit on them for secluding things also you have to be realistic if a person is famous if leonardo dicaprio or like i don't know beyonce went to <laughs> burning man you'd have to seclude them because people don't not everyone is good with boundaries yes this is true people will just crowd around them and cause a scene so you know but see burning man would be a good place to go as a celebrity because you could just wear a mask yeah or goggles. Or... Can I go into Comic-Con? Sure. I think the reason why people object to it so much is that there's a set of principles you're supposed to abide by while you're at Burning Man, and one of them is participation. The idea that you can't just be a voyeur. You have to uh, okay. get in the mix. But get in the mix and do what? Participate. But participate in what? Whatever's going on. I know they have, like, art and, like, stall. Like, people sell things and, like, just give away stuff. They, no one... You can't... Oh, you can't sell? It's just, like... There's no money at Burning uh, Man. Oh, okay. So it's, like, an exchange. It's They call it the gifting economy. That's nice. I know a strange like amount that. about Burning Man. Yeah, you do. For a little period there, I was kind of obsessed with hearing people's stories about it and watching videos. I, I get into little periods of fascination about things like this. Yeah. And that was one of the the subjects that I ended up going down the rabbit hole with. And yeah, you they sell, I think, ice and water. You can go and buy that those bare necessities, but everything else has to be freely given. What about food? You You're take supposed your to own? bring 
Yeah, one oh. another one of the principles is self reliance. So you is like either bring snacks or you bring like it's like camping. You bring stuff to cook on and whatever. Or you hunt lizards in the desert and roast them over an open That's fire. Cruel. Is it cruel or is it carnivorous? It's both. Okay, that's yeah. fair. I do like the idea of going to Burning Man because of those things. I remember we watched a documentary and it honestly does seem kind of fun. That's why I like going to... Because you're all there. I feel... Hmm. <laughs> Choose your words carefully. I feel like you're all there for the same reason. Whereas if you just go to like a regular festival like Coachella or Glastonbury or whatever, you might not be there for the experience you're probably there because you know Beyonce is going to be performing or whatever. Right. And that's obviously fine. But the difference is, is that community feeling. Where it's kind of, I liken it to when I go to conventions. It's such a nice feeling knowing that you're all there for the same reason. And it feels really safe. And I've gone to conventions like... Back when I had no confidence and I was really insecure and I still felt safe. And so, yeah, it's just a great... So I can imagine it's kind of like that. Even when you were wearing that Princess Leia bikini? What is your problem? (laughs) That's such a funny response to anything. (laughs) They'll never know. (laughs) They'll never know. They'll never tell. About the pre-podcast discussion. The behind the scenes. See, Go the- to the Patreon if you want to see. <laughs> it's at the $75 tier. Yeah. Which we call Become Our Blood Slave. What? You've got a problem. You have to... <laughs> That's true. You have to give $75 and 75 pints of your blood each month. That's a lot of points. It is, but That's you can spare many. it. That's too many points. For your new deities. One might say. Yeah, uh, I, I want to go to Burning Man as well, but I'm... Afraid. Yeah. I'm afraid of the heat of the desert. I'm afraid of these dust storms. Yeah, I'm afraid of the dust more than anything. Where everything stops because visibility goes down to five meters in front of your face. And everyone just kind of takes shelter in place and puts on goggles. And when you see some of the videos, it's it's crazy. It looks like you're in some kind of post-apocalyptic destroyed world that has just been obliterated that's it's just a swirling covering of dust everywhere in the air on the ground on you yeah that's another reason to not just have try have a little shitty tent if you can help it because that's going to be horrible i'm not knocking anyone who just goes with a tent obviously i'm saying like when criticizing someone for turning up in like a vehicle that has air conditioning and stuff i don't blame them because you you need that. Like, how long is Burning Man? Is it a weekend or is it no, like a week? No, I think it's about a week. I'm not sure. That's a long time to not have any reprieve from like that's true. The dust and stuff. And I the did. Heat. I've heard. Some, I've heard a lot of crazy stories. Yeah, and tell part me. of me is like, how many of these are true? How much of this can be true? Because, Why would you think that any of it's not true? Well, I'll tell you this. Okay. I mean, there's no reason it can't be true. It's just. It's so alien from anything I've ever experienced that yeah. it seems kind of surreal. And one podcast I was listening to, this woman who had been to Burning Man said that there was this building set up or, you know, 
temporary building or whatever. And you get in there and everyone is naked and there are just shower nozzles along the ceiling and everyone is having a shower together, getting soaked up. And everyone's dancing. Oh, wow. That's cool. And it's this big communal shower, but not like four people in there. Like hundreds. Not <laughs> hundreds. Twenties of people. It's not like that Tens. scene in the the second Matrix movie where they're in the cave dancing together. It's probably d- dozens at a time. I said twenties instead of tens. <laughs> What's wrong with You're me? You're such today? a forward thinker. Yeah. Um, that so sounds just, kind of magical. It does, but the, I feel like I'm more of a pessimist in that I see the potential for yeah. abuse. You only have to get one asshole grabbing some girl's butt and it just ruins it for everyone. Yeah, but hopefully everyone's nice. <laughs> well, I, I know they have a very self-policing culture where yeah. if someone is inappropriate or crosses a boundary or breaks a rule, people are very kind of, they band together and call them out. Oh, okay. So... That could also go wrong, though, you know. Of course. Someone's only going to think someone did something, kind of like, you know, and then all of a sudden a hundred people are like, fuck you, dude. A mob turns up at your RV. Yeah. They bury you in the desert. The lizards eat your eyes. Horrid. (laughs) Absolutely horrid. Sure. But yeah, that that, I liked watching that documentary. It was very interesting. Also, do you know what I heard they call the, the slang term for having sex is? At Burning Man? Yeah. What? dusting because when you fuck the motion kicks up dust from the ground oh my god the motion kicks up dust into your vagina is what it does <laughs> well that's not my problem babe <laughs> <laughs> do you want to have dust in your dick hole because dust in your dick hole isn't going to feel great that's a good album name dust in your dick hole <laughs> yeah. speaking of we might get to that at the end of the episode. Why the end? Because I like things to be regimented and scheduled uh, and delicious. Things can be delicious if there's no schedule. I like our podcast to be akin to a 14-course tasting menu. Right. And I am a world-class what's no- chef. What's number 11? Crab. No. Anus. No. Next dip. Sure. That's going to be a small anus, <laughs> I feel. A lot of people said that to me, but I have a vision and I cannot be constrained. Is it like many small anuses like piled on top of each other and then just like cream? Oh, I don't know if you're trying to make me vomit, (laughs) but you're on the right path. (laughs) A crab comes out of my mouth. Horrid. You stole my sphincter. Crabs hold a grudge. Everyone knows this. Oh, I'm going to have nightmares. They're a close cousin of elephants. That's why they look so similar. How dare you do that to elephants? Oh, talking of elephants. So... You know what? I know what you're going to say, and this haunts me. (laughs) Does it haunt you? Haunts me. I think about it often. You're so melodramatic. No, I seriously think about it often, and it's terrifying. Please do fucking tell how you frightened me. (laughs) No, I'm going to tell it. I'm going to tell it. So, yeah, Ryan was playing VR, and he was like, oh, I want to show you something. And he showed me this really nice, like, magical, like, herd of elephants. And I really felt for a moment that I was, like, in the field with them. And it was really nice. Until the end, when one of the elephants, like, 
went to charge at me. And so I was like, oh, my God, no. But then it ended and it was fine. I was like, okay. But then you were like, oh, I'm going to show you a lion. All of a sudden, it switches to this scene where I'm, like, in, like, the lion's den, like, for real. And I'm like, where are the lions? And I turn to my right and there's, like, a couple of lions. And one of them just, like, bears its teeth at me and, like, rawr. And it was fucking terrifying. And I was like, no! And I, like, did that thing what everyone does when they're VR. Like, they, you know, look away. You tried and, like, to turn away, but your eyes are yeah. still on the screen. And it was horrible. And so I had to get you to stop. <laughs> this is my side of it. No. So I've been playing VR for a couple of hours. I've been enjoying the fuck out of this game called Firewall Zero Hour. Is that the gun game? Yeah. I, it has one of the most generic names of all time. I almost can't remember it. <laughs> it's one of those names that just zips out of your mind as soon as you finish playing. But it's it's a lot of fun. It's It's quite flawed and quite bare bones in some aspects, but it's a lot of fun. With the... The PlayStation Aim controller, which again has a lot of flaws of its own, my god! But it's just such a unique new experience to be playing an online multiplayer shooter in VR. I've been having a blast of it. So I was playing it for a couple of hours, and then I went on the YouTube app to to play around with some VR videos. And one of the recommended ones was from National Geographic or whatever. And it was kind of these safari videos where they they put a VR camera out on the plains, the, the savannah of Africa. And then different types of animals just come up to it out of curiosity and kind of nuzzle it. And growl at it more like. Sure. Well, it's a, a foreign presence in their territory. They need, was- to, they need to make sure it's not a hostile predator. It was honestly really scary, and I'm not kidding when just the look of the lion as it, like, shows its teeth, like, and it's, like, just gums and just... I, I honestly, it flashes in my mind every now and then. <laughs> You've traumatised me. You're are, you ha- fla- are you happy? You're having it? flashbacks to a YouTube video, a nature video? A VR real-world fucking... <laughs> lion in my house is what it was like i have noticed that vr affects samantha in a very acute vivid way yeah you react to things as if they're really happening because that's the point i guess i guess maybe it's because i don't play video games i yeah Not that, that it's the same it is intense when something is happening right in front of your uh, eyes yeah. and in your ears and you you can't turn your head to mm. escape it i get that but when you're freaking out as if the lions are really in front of you. Also, it's not like I was watching a video game of a lion. It was a real video of a lion. So sure. the lion really was three feet away from me. So what do you want? Well, if it just wanted to pet you? No, it didn't want to pet me. It wanted to eat my throat. That's the tastiest, tenderest part of you. Do you your... want it to eat my throat, Kelly? If it's properly sautéed. Do you want it to eat my throat, my little girl throat? I don't want you to go to waste. Mm. I want to kiss your little throat. Yeah, you do kiss my throat. I do, but then you get all ticklish and you say, hee, 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 hee. Yeah, yeah, we're sickening. Um, <laughs> because we said one, you're the problem, I realised. <laughs> the listener are... I don't want people to be sick from my love. I want people to love our love. If, if our love makes you sick, turn this podcast off right now. Yeah. Because that's what this is about. Surely you're here for the love, honestly, right? Each episode is a testament. 
a cherishing of our sacred bond of love. It is. We're playing footsies we on really the couch. Are. I love you. I love you too. Cutie. But I would sacrifice you to the lions. You would, I know you would. If you were properly seasoned. You'd be like, you can't run very fast, so I'll just let you... Is that is that a funny thing to say? <laughs> is it... I wouldn't want you to sacrifice... Sacrifice? To sacrifice yourself for me because I can't run very fast. I'm not a good runner. Even when I was, like, younger, I couldn't... Like, running is weird. I'm Phoebe from Friends. Right. I... Running is stupid. And now I feel like because I've gone so long without running, because obviously the only time you ever really run by choice is like... For your life. When you're a kid and you're playing games, and the only other time you run or when I ran is like during PE. Sure. And so I feel like now if I have any course to run, it's like I honestly don't know how. And my legs don't lift up very high. The thing is, though... A shuffle run. <laughs> you do cartwheels do. away. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to outrun a lion either. You're a fast runner, though. Well, I was 10 years ago. No, I did 10 years athletics ago, you... at school. I was a sprinter. But I don't think I could run... I mean, I can run fast, but for a very, very short period of time. I'm like... Fucking your big toe. Um, um, I don't know how to. You are kind with of my feet, with my feet. You're giving my toes a foot job. Yeah, with with my own toes though. Which is also. I think I'm gonna have to leave fifty pound on the dresser for you. Fifty pound, and That's then cheap. <laughs> book an Uber for you. I. You do have those sprinters thighs, sexy sprinter thighs, sure. swimmer thighs as well. I've got those powerful. You do. Fires. I almost said what we say sometimes when, no, when you grab my fires. Yeah, don't give, don't give away all the secrets. <laughs> sure, that comes. Wait for the book. Yeah. Speaking of YouTube videos, that's not what we're talking about. Oh, we're it, talking it, about kind of. Yeah. Um, I made a YouTube video recently, and it's like more than an hour long. So if you like listening to me talk, go watch it. <laughs> I did it, kitty. I did it. You're so nervous. I am. You're so bashful. I am. You're like a skittish little bird that you have to gently lure into your hand. Oh, yeah. Lure. That's not a nice Because word. you're one of those tiny, delicate songbirds oh, that you cook and eat a, in one bite. This little baby bird. With a rag over your head to hide what your shame I? from God. What the fuck? We've seen this in several shows. No. There's some kind of weird taboo French dining tradition where... They cook. Oh yeah. They cook a tiny songbird in one whole piece, so it's still got the bones in, and then you eat it mm. in one bite. It's weird that it came up in like what shows was it? We saw it in billions. billions, and then what? We saw it in something else. It wasn't Succession, was it? Oh, it, oh, it was, was Succession. And some people say that Succession is the poor man's billions. And that's funny because I've heard billions called the smartest dumb show you'll ever watch. Yeah. They're both good shows. Very they are white. good. What but, yeah. It's not surprising that this practice would be depicted in a yeah, show about rich people. About rich people, yeah. Um, I don't know how we went from I'm a cute little songbird to <laughs> eating the bird. I've obviously got eating on the brain right now. Yeah. But yeah, speaking of YouTube videos, uh, I'm going to make some more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going away and you can't make me. I'm not going me. away, now. I have, um, when, I, when I made my channel, the main thing that I wanted to do was to, like, read 
and do like ASMR type stuff. Like reading, discussing the books, reading the books in different ways and that's where like ASMR comes into it. But there are other ideas I want to do as well and I'm, I've got that new kind of like zingy excited feeling of like I just want to make all the videos right now. And so I'm very excited to like be filming stuff. I'm going to do some vlogs and yeah. <laughs> so you're going to see my face, my face, my face. And you're gonna see my hair, my hair, my hair. That's a secret. That's a secret, and I'll never tell. <laughs> Until I'll, June. Until June. I'll tell. And then there'll be secrets. It w- no. There won't be secrets in June. They'll but just there'll be... be secrets shared. Shared That's with, true. The, with the many. And the many is the few. Many of the few. Many of the few. I've gone mad. You have gone mad. Yeah. So, this so, episode, we this thought it would episode, be fun. And cute. And cute. And nice. Always cute. And good. But super nice. And hungry. But not hungry. Maybe we just have snacks laid out. <laughs> yeah, would you like to hear us chewing? Oh, bang style? Please, no. <laughs> Absolutely, I don't know what it would be no. like listening to people eating but not being able to see. Because to me, it's the visual is a huge... Like, it's not just the sound. It's the visual as well. It's like someone stabbing anyway. you in the eardrum <clears throat> with a big pen. When are you going to come around? Never. Never. So. Steph's going to be in my videos, by the way. <laughs> she's going to come and she's going to hopefully do a podcast and she's going to do a video as well. So. Also, Samantha is angling. I don't know how you feel about this. And I'm addressing you, legions of fans. Yeah. But Samantha is angling to just do a podcast with Steph. A one-on-one. I want you to just do a podcast with Steph. How many well. podcasts do you think we're going to do? <clears throat> I don't know. <laughs> But they don't have to be long ones. They could be hour-long ones. That's true. It could be a special Yeah. Ryan Finch Presents it's Samantha not, on Steph. <laughs> it's not like when Samantha in Steph. Uh, I don't know. It's not like when... That's behind a very high <laughs> Patreon paywall. <laughs> Believe me. £1,000. It's in 4K no, and 7.1 sound. I don't know what that means. <laughs> um, VR. Rare. <laughs> 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 You dressed up as lions? Yeah. Wow, Aren't making it cute, very meta. Cute little lions. I, yeah, it could just, it doesn't have to be like when we sit down and do like a four hour podcast. It could just be chat for an hour. I want you two to talk like politics and I just want to watch in the corner like a creeper. <laughs> and and then I want to do a special with her possibly about Twilight. I think it would be interesting because you two are both very well versed and nerdy about Twilight. Yeah. Not just the movies, but about fan fiction as well, sure. especially Steph. I have no problem setting that up and stepping aside. You would have to edit it. Yeah, of course. Obviously. Because you're a, a, a pretty little princess who can't possibly no, lift no, up no. a finger. No, that's mean. <laughs> I have said to you, why don't you teach me so I can do it sometimes? But I guess now that I have YouTube as well, I don't want to. <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> well, also, now you know the pains of editing. Yeah, well, I knew it anyway because I did this at college. You always but... bring this up. That was 25 years ago. How fucking dare you? <laughs> the math checks out, okay? Did we age since the last podcast? At, between each podcast, we go into like a cryopod and we actually don't age. <laughs> what I mean is, did we do a podcast after our birthdays? Or is this the first one after our birthdays? No, 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 we did one. Yeah, of did course, one. we did one after our birthdays. Oh, yeah, because we talked about the unicorn cake. Talking of the period of time in between podcasts. 
we had kind of a hard uh, last yeah, podcast yeah. I, f- I think i brought up that i was in a good place and i was being productive Raring to go yeah and then and then some shit happened samantha got sick and i got like really sick i was sick for like two and a half weeks in fact i still have a bit of a cough now sure but it, it's one of those things where you're completely fine except you cough sometimes so i had to just be like no no <laughs> because it was just getting too much but not just that but i've just had appointment after appointment after appointment for various shitty things hospital visits and it's just shit sure and it just gets in the way of everything so it kind of put a little bit of a spanner in the works for our raring to go-ness it did kind of drag us both down yeah and then i was a little bit depressed for a couple of weeks i just felt like a mess for a while and it's so annoying how it can sometimes seem to just come out of nowhere yeah an invisible flux of brain chemistry happens behind the scenes mm. and then you suddenly just wake up feeling like shit. Yep. So, <laughs> enough of my Debbie Downer crap. Not Debbie Downer, don't say that. Because I feel like I'm coming out of it now. In case you're interested, That's good, baby. listener, I listener. wrote, I think, a 10,000 word piece on my blog about the experience of writing my book. So, yes. you might want to go read that. You should read it. Leave a nice comment. Uh-huh, that'd be nice. Just like a smiley face. Yeah. And- when I used to write fan fiction, there would be someone who would read all my stories and every chapter they would just leave a smiley face. Just a smiley face. And I just thought that was so nice. They didn't necessarily have anything to say or didn't really want to say anything, but they still wanted to put a smiley face. And I just thought that was so nice. And I always liked seeing that. You do realise that's the trademark message of the smiley face killer. He picked you as his next victim. I don't appreciate this. (laughs) It was only by my vigilant defence of you at all times that you survived this long. How much do you hate clothes with the yellow smiley face on? Is that still a thing? That's a thing, yeah, with like ravers and stuff. Are you stuck in 1998? Yeah, I mean ravers as in like... People my mum's age who sure. are like still raving and stuff. I, I get what you're saying. It's a generation thing. When I think of the big yellow smiley face, I think of the well-known version of it from The Watchmen, where it has a splash of blood going down oh, it. Oh, yeah. That's quite a popular t-shirt design as well. Cool. So people can boast about reading this classic graphic novel. It, didn't we read that once while we were sitting in the library? I have read a lot of comics and graphic novels in libraries, so I don't know. I feel like one time we did that. Anyway, let's go. We were talking about going on to our topic and we got... I just wanted to say this as well. That kind of reminds me. We were talking the other day. We mentioned how I I read someone talking about reading Infinite Jest. Oh, yeah. Which, if you don't know, is this thousand-page tome from David Foster Wallace. And the the guy saying it was joking about how, you know, I didn't finish it. And I think everyone in my generation has oh, a quarter yeah. red copy of Infinite Jest on their bookshelf. And first of all, we were saying, that's just you trying to pretend as if this happens to everyone. Yeah. And second of all, it is weird how people see reading certain books as an accomplishment that you should be proud of or boast about. 
as if dragging your eyes across a thousand pages in a row is some kind of attainment or some kind of feat. Yeah, I see what you mean. Just reading a book doesn't mean anything. Anyone yeah. can look at pages for a certain amount of time. I think there's a bit more nuance than that, but I know what you mean. I don't I don't do nuance. No, you don't. I'm like the far left hammer. and the far right. You're a hammer that just As the MMA people, the MMA people, if you will. The maple. The maple. The maple leaves. As the as people in MMA say wait no. I'm thinking of two different phrases. I've heard people in MMA say, sometimes you're the hammer and sometimes you're the nail. Okay. But then there's also a phrase, when you're a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Okay. And they mean two very different things. Yeah. And I think I conflated them for a second and I won't ever do it again. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) See, you're a hammer. (laughs) That's true. Okay, let's go on to our topic. Even against myself. So basically, this episode, we thought it'd be fun if we each found, like, ten would-you-rather questions and then ambushed each other with them yeah. on, live like, on air. Not like a quick-fire thing. No. Though there will be probably a few of those. Sure. But... Once I started taking that ED medication, I never had quick-fire problems ever again. I feel like, A... You were thinking up this joke for a while. This is always true. And B, it wasn't a good joke. You say this and C, too much. It wasn't executed very well. <laughs> no, I don't say this too much at all. When was the last time I said that to you? Earlier on the podcast. No, I didn't. No, I said that rewind you had the tape, given, listener. No, I said that you had given me a throwaway joke because your eyes are glazed over because I was doing a cool story, bro. But this time you were just like thought you had a good joke. But it wasn't. And if I say a lame joke, I want you to tell me that it's lame. I don't want you. I want you to stroke my ego. Don't you want to do your best work? <laughs> it wasn't executed well. I love how I'm getting these notes as if yeah. I'm auditioning somewhere. You are. You're auditioning you to do me. put me in my place and bust my balls a tad too much on N- the podcast. No, I don't. Let's have it out right now. Maybe you should start busting my balls. Come in here, Dr. Johnson. Do you feel... We're going to do couples therapy. He's our therapist. No, I don't bust you. You're overreacting. I don't... (laughs) The veins on my neck are about to burst. I don't bust your balls too much at all. That's crap. I'm clenching my fists so hard my knuckles are white. I'm just messing. I hate that term, white knuckling. Why? Like, when I read it in a book, it really fucking pisses me off. Like, I was white knuckling it. Like... It, Find a better fucking word, <laughs> because giving me an action like that is just lazy. Talking of irrational aversions to totally normal, <sighs> totally fine, totally usable phrases, Samantha. I know what you're gonna say. While she was reading my book, and she told me this before, so I knew that I was in for it because I'd committed the sin myself. She, at one point, I say that my character padded across the floor. Oh, I thought you were gonna say the other thing. But, oh, there's more than one thing you hate about my book. Good to know. <laughs> no, I don't hate about and your book. It makes but se- I said to you... Go on. The term makes sense because she's barefoot on a wooden floor. Okay. And that's how you tread across a floor like that. No. It is. Maybe it's true, but that's not the point. <laughs> the point is, is that I find it to be... Okay, you'll know what I mean if, A, you're like an avid reader but more so if you've ever read, if you've ever been 
in like a fan fiction community if you've ever been in in fandom that came out really weird if you've ever been in fandom and i was i was blue eyes ice dragon or whatever (laughs) (laughs) i was a Yu-Gi-Oh character and the author of 50 shades that's not what her name was it's close enough (laughs) oh my god um Oh, yeah. And that is that padding across the floor is very fan fiction-y. And I feel like you're only going to know what I mean if you know what I mean. Okay. So, like, know what I mean. (laughs) But I said to you, it's not rational. And what you're saying is essentially true. She is padding across the floor. But I fucking hate it. Like, I don't hate it like... It's up there with the thing I hate the, the things I hate the most. But I dislike it enough to be like, I want you to change it. But you're not going to change it. But you right? don't have a good reason. Uh, yes, I do. It's fan fiction-y. But only to people who have read 10,000 fan fiction stories. Some people think some things are fan fiction even when they don't read fan okay, fiction. Okay, I'm not very worried because they about have that. This, they have this view of fan fiction. It's like when people say they don't like Twilight, but they don't know it much about it except sure. the Edward Sparkles. But like... Well, he does, to you be know? fair. Yeah, but so... The co- you're saying that as if the concept of vampires isn't stupid anyway. Bibles and garlic? Come on. Do Bibles hurt vampires? No, it's crosses. I don't know why I said Bibles. But you know You'd what I mean. You'd think a Bible would as well. Yeah, maybe it does. I think it's just holy objects. Yeah, like holy water crosses. And Shouldn't you like. then... Wouldn't the most effective vampire hunting weapon... Just be a priest. <laughs> no. <laughs> Although that, that is generally a trope of, of vampire hunting fiction, that you're a priest that's yeah. gone bad. Who's hunting down? Was the, Van Helsing a priest? The creatures of the night. I'm not sure actually. I don't know what the original story of Van Helsing yeah. is. I do know that the Hugh Jackman movie was not very good. But anyway, my point is the best weapon against vampires would be to fill a super soaker up with holy water. Yeah, that kind of thing has been done. Where like you just so. get loads of water. I, you although just... you have watched ten thousand vampire shows. Yeah, I have. And given that Supernatural has had fifty-seven seasons. I suppose they've probably done everything once. Joke's on you, because it's not a vampire show. It's just a supernatural (laughs) show. And vampires are actually pretty weak in the show. Not pretty weak, but, like, of all the iterations, they're not, like... They do have, like, strength, but it's not like how it is on, like, the Vampire Diaries or Twilight, where they're super fucking strong, and actually they're, like you know, OP. serious predators. Whereas, like, they're kind of a little bit of a joke in Supernatural. I think they did that on purpose. Right. Because of all the vampire stuff. It's meta. Yeah. So that is very meta. I watched that show. one episode where it's just breaking the fourth wall yeah. constantly. and it You was, like meta, though. It was actually quite good. Yeah. It did some clever things. I have to take my hat off to it. Supernatural was very good at points in time. <laughs> but there are it sometimes when it's just ma ma ma, you know. Right. Anyway, wait. I want to. I'm. You've now stoked my curiosity. Okay. And I can't go on the rest of my life without knowing this. Okay. What was the other thing you hated? Yes, that's what I was oh, about okay. to go on to. So the other thing I hate the word chagrin or chagrin. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. I mean, I know how to say it. It's much to your chagrin. But it's a stupid word. It sounds stupid. When it's in there, it stands out like it shouldn't be in there. And I dislike it. And okay. you use it. Of course. And it's I, a, it's you'll a never, fine word. You'll never, you'll never <laughs> see me using it, ever. 
I wouldn't be caught dead with that <laughs> series of letters in you my book. You must have a pet peeve too, like what I've just said. I probably do. It's Try just... and think of one now. <laughs> okay. Maybe it's not necessarily a word or a thing, but like a trope maybe, or the way people use tenses. Like, I don't know. It could be anything. Honestly, nothing springs to mind. Oh, come on. I'm not trying to pretend... You read a lot. There's got to be They just something. don't... They're not at the forefront of my mind. I think because I... Even if something bugs me, I don't then commit it to memory. I remember the good things, not the bad things. You're so perfect. I guess I'm just like a perfect little princess boy. Yeah, you are. I'm a little angel. You are an angel. I'm a princess boy. Uh... I don't know why I said that. I meant to say princeling. It's (laughs) That's not what I thought you were going to (laughs) say. What did you think I was going to say? I don't know, but I didn't think you were going to say princeling. Well, The world is about to go mad. Joke's on you. By the way. Uh, Okay. With royal babiness. Let's not even. Let's (laughs) not even. I really don't understand the fascination with the royal baby stuff. I find it bizarre... And kind of, I just can't believe people aren't embarrassed by yeah. showing how much they care about it. I think you have to just like, instead of being like, it's the royal family and that's why, and then being even more befuddled, you just have to liken it to any famous person. You know, But it's an extra layer of leader worship. Yeah. The royals are somehow a special breed of people yeah. who we must slavishly worship and follow their every move i have never i have never been interested in like such interest as having a baby yay like no i don't care you know people get so excited about like seeing it and that whole like thing where when they have a baby the royals and then the press waits outside the hospital and basically, as soon as possible, they come out with the baby and the, the woman is all, like, done up and with makeup and stuff. Hours. Kate did it two hours after the last baby. Her placenta was still hanging That's out. insane. Insane. And Megan has said she's not doing that. Are you on first name basis? Yeah. They'll just, um, like, release a photo of the baby, like, at some point afterwards, but she's not going to come out. And I'm glad that she's not, because I think that's ridiculous. But that's what I'm going to say about it. Let's move on. The fact the fact that there are, I guess, who knows, but I guess millions of people who are going to be on tenterhooks waiting for the first paparazzi shot of a newborn baby is yeah, just... it's weird. It's so undignified and so cringeworthy. Don't say cringe. I hate that, that. You've got so many pet peeves. No, you know what I hate? It's when people say, oh, that makes me cringe. Like, right. I, what are you actually saying? But like, I think you would concede that I use the word extremely sparingly. You do, yeah. I'm not someone who's saying it as a knee-jerk reflex. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah that's right. I am a bit of a name nerd. Okay. I, I really um, like like names. Uh, right. I like picking names for things. I like naming things, like the chapters of my book and things like that. Um, yeah, and it's exciting naming characters, and you know. I totally agree. And I like to just like I am like on some name subreddits. I like to just like read stuff about names, <laughs> I guess, and. Do the chapters in your book have titles? Yeah. I 
I really like that when it's done well. Yeah. I think it's kind of rare nowadays to do that. It says something. You have to you have to really pull it off the right way. Otherwise it comes off Yeah. I originally had a theme. Okay. And it was like similar to Friends, the way they do the one where. Okay. And I did it because um I love Friends so much. And I talk about Friends at points and Joey at points in my story, so I thought it made sense. But the way I've written my book, and I won't go into what I mean, it didn't end up working, so I then went back and changed the names. So there is in the theme now, it's just they've all got names and all the names mean something. It's not just like a throwaway, like, cold, fog. (laughs) <laughs> like they're they're sentences, right? Okay. Like you know, like chapter one is called the cold of the fog. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so they're not numbered either because. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interest. Wait, they're not numbered. No. So. It, they just go by their names. Do you even put the word chapter at the start? No. So it's just called. It's just a title. Do you not worry then that the the reader might think of each chapter as its own short story? No. Okay. I like this trust you have in the reader's intelligence. Yeah, me. I'm now. I'm now second guessing. No. Um. Yeah. So, what was my point? Oh, name nerds. So I am vaguely interested to see what they will call the baby for two reasons. A, I'm a name nerd, and I find myself sometimes when I'm kind of looking at gossipy things. If I see such and such has had a baby, I don't care about that. But I quickly skim it to see what they've named the okay. baby. And um, and so I'm vaguely interested to see what the name is because of that. And also to see if they like book tradition. I remember I told you I saw the other day that the incidents of names from Game of Thrones yeah. has, got, has skyrocketed. There's going to be a lot of Arias. And honestly, I think if I grew up, and then I asked my mom where my name came from. And she said, well, I really liked this TV show at the time. And I named you after one of the characters. I'd be pretty pissed. My brother was named after like a guy from Neighbours or something. So it wasn't even like a good TV show. It <laughs> right. was Neighbours. And I think now he has like been done for some crime. So it's, sure. yeah, it's not cool. But it's also just a generic name yeah it's not like a, it's not like an aria no one a, would know that connection but that's where it came from it wasn't necessarily named after him i guess she just saw the name there but that name my brother's name was very popular that decade i have my whole life known a lot of them sure yeah do you know what other names you were almost named yeah my dad wanted to call me georgina so sure. he call me Georgie, and I actually really. I'm like... glad that you dodged that bullet. No, as you're about to say, yeah. I love that name, and I'm changing I my name to it. I actually really like that because I've always liked boys' names for girls. Down here, Samantha, we all have new names, which I feel like is kind of a shitty way of saying that. I, no, but it makes sense. But you know what I mean by it. I like it as well. Obviously, names shouldn't be gendered, but... We were talking the other day about Billie Eileen, <laughs> <laughs> as I call her. 
Because I think yeah. it's funnier. Billie Eilish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's me, mate. Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish. You're coming down the club, Billie Eilish. <laughs> and I really like the name Billie for a girl. Yeah, Billie's nice. I like it. I think we may have talked about this on a previous podcast. But I, I also like cross-gendered names. Yeah. But, then that, but then they went with Samantha, so they could call me Sam. So they still, he sure. still got to have his... Like, you know. I was almost called Daniel. Yeah, I'm glad you dodged that bullet. I have known a lot of Daniels. Right. I know I just said I also knew. There were several names growing up that just seemed to be everywhere. Okay. And Daniel was one of them. Sean was one of them. Craig was one of them. Um, What girl's name? My own name was one of them growing sure. up. At one point, there were seven. I think I may have talked about this before, right. but I'll just quickly say there were seven of us and the, the teacher called us Sam 1, Sam 2, Sam 3, and so on. Um, but yeah, once I got to a certain age, once once I got out of school, high school, so by the age of 16, I didn't, the name wasn't around me anymore, my own name, I mean. It was only when I was in school. Well, it's interesting that you say that these kind of names were always popping up, but they are just kind of perennial favourites. They're just very common, well-liked names. Yeah, so they're no. always going to be in high prevalence. No, yeah, I know. I'm just saying that but there are always... Ev- everyone has experienced that in their life, that there are, that there are names that pop up or whatever. Sure. What were your versions of those? What do, I, who did you know a lot of? I, to be completely honest, there wasn't a lot of one particular blank in my school. I, that's hard to believe. You know when people answer me like that, I always think it's just because <laughs> they don't know. Did you know everyone in your school? I knew their name. I knew everyone in my year. I knew just their names. Just your year? I, yeah, pretty much. I pretty much knew everyone in my school. Good for you. Not because it was popular. I don't mean it like that. But you that. were popular. No, I wasn't. You want to be popular. What is that from? You don't know. The show popular? No, it's from... You don't know because you're a squid. It's from the (laughs) musical theatre production of Wicked. You can't just leave that out there. I called you a squid and you just left it. So now it means it's real. It's real and you've hurt my soul. No, it was a joke. Oh no, my soul's got a (laughs) boo-boo. I kiss you, Bella. <laughs> I rip open your innards and I find your soul. It's wrapped around your spine. I kiss it. I kiss it and I stroke it and I make it all nice. I kiss it as you bleed out. <laughs> <laughs> you cough laughed. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, I'm not... I'm not... I honestly... No, we have to go back to this thing. I was only popular for like a year out of the whole of my schooling. <laughs> and I was at school for 12 years. Sure. So, you know... <laughs> Foggy. <laughs> I love how you want the cred of being unpopular. No, I don't. But I don't want you to say it like, oh, because you were popular, because that's not true. Okay. I had a shit time at school. So did I. But, um... That's something we bond over. Oh, we do bond over it. What were we saying? Oh, about the names. There wasn't... No, not really. I'm telling you honestly, there wasn't. I've only ever known one other Ryan. There was a... I think there was a... Maybe two other Ryans. So in there my school. was three. If there's more than people, two of you, then that's a popular name. I don't agree. In a year group of thirty, 
No, what? Did you go to some kind of farmyard school? Oh, I thought you mean your class. No, our year. Oh, okay. Our year was several hundred kids. Oh, okay. So, so to have free rhymes is not class. statistically yeah, yeah, yeah. significant. The Samantha thing, there wasn't any of us Samanthas in my class. Right. It was Samanthas in different years. Oh, usually, that's good then. Usually older. I would have hated to have another Ryan in my actual class. Yeah. Because then they will... What well, people called me by my surname anyway, even though they and it's not like they did. Yeah, I always wanted that, and it wasn't because there were so many Ryan's. I guess it just kind yeah. of happened. The thing where the teacher called us someone, some two. That was when I briefly went to like a drama class outside of school. I went to like two or three classes, and right. there were like seven girl sums, and yeah. I always wanted, skipping to what you said, I always wanted someone to call me Jones. Jonesy? Yeah. And then eventually one boy did. Okay. He used to call me Jones or Jonesy or both. And I loved it. And so you <laughs> kissed him on the lips, didn't you? No, I would have, but I didn't. I I resent this. <laughs> You're not allowed to have found anyone else attractive at any other point in your life. Sure. <laughs> you know, I actually, I don't particularly... It's weird in that I love my name. Mm. I really do. I love that in Irish it means little king. Of course. I love that growing up. I thought that was such a cool meaning for a name to have. But it's not like I hate the name Daniel. I just, I'm glad. I'm trying to do. I'm glad. Like, if I was going to have been called, what's a name that I hate? Fred. No. Gav. Yeah. Gavin. <laughs> Gary, Gaz. That would have been, yeah, okay, I just You would have dodged. been called Daz by your family, Ugh. just know it. You would have skipped Dan and people would have called you Daz. <laughs> oh. Actually, my family probably wouldn't have done that, but I understand. Well, people in my school probably would have. Yeah, maybe. So I am, so. It, yeah, not your family, your fr- people at school. It's weird in that I'm glad I had, I'm glad I got the name that I did, but I'm, I don't lose sleep thinking about the name I could have had. Obviously. What no, but you said you hated the other names that you were going to get. No, I didn't say I hated my names. You hated my names. Oh, well, I'm the only one who matters. <laughs> I always assume that people are in agreement with me. It wouldn't have been good if you were called Daniel. I'm not keen. I, and I don't like the name Dan either. What about Danny? Danny's no, the nicest out of all the iterations. But I feel like, well, saying that your family's Irish, so maybe they would have called you Danny, actually. What about but, Daniel? Daniel. Yeah. My name. Um, what about Danny, Danny, Bobani? <laughs> <laughs> All hyphenated. Do you, do you like it when people shorten your name? No. For reasons that I can't. I. Why can't you? Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't mean to make that seem as if I just forced you. It's but not. I'm I, just saying, can you? Do you want to? It's fine. I, an ex-girlfriend called me. You're not allowed to have found anyone attractive <laughs> ever, as you just so politely told me. An ex-girlfriend used to call me it, and so... Pause. It, you know what's funny? Okay. I don't care about that stuff. Like, you could talk about your ex-girlfriends all you want. Like, whenever we talk about stuff and, like... What has to then come up naturally is, like, something about an ex-girlfriend. You're always like, is it weird? And I'm like, no, just say it. Like, it doesn't bother me at all. Yeah, so I just want to make that clear. Okay. 
to be But isn't it best that I, I all over the world. err <laughs> on the side of caution? No, yeah, it is. I'm saying it's really nice of you to say that, but sure. it doesn't bother me. So you basically interrupted a one... What I'm saying is I'm enlightened, you know? (laughs) You're woken, as Steph would say. (laughs) Call back. (laughs) Basically, an ex-girlfriend called me by the shortened version of my name. And so it has now forever been tainted. Is that all she called you? Like, that was her name? No, it was just one of the nicknames. Oh, okay. And so I've had people say it to me before and... It's like how you feel when people call you Sam without knowing you. Yeah. It's kind of weird and presumptuous. Yeah, that's why I brought it up because, well, more so with you. Yeah. Because your name is already short. (laughs) I don't feel like shortening your name is not very natural. It's almost like I want to shorten it, so I'm just going to do it the only way I can. It's like a sign of affection. Whereas mine, you could just be called Sam. Your name isn't Samantha. But your name is Samantha. Your name isn't Samuel. Yeah. So... It's not that I hate being called Sam. What kind of annoys me a bit is when people call me Sam, when I have, like, for instance, I contacted someone that I don't know recently via email, and I signed the email Samantha. And then after about three emails, they just decided to start calling me Sam in the email. But I had never once said my name was Sam. I said my name was Samantha. Right. That kind of, like... I'm just going to all of a sudden shorten it without there being a conversation is like weird. I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I, I totally don't know. Get it. Like it's, 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 the, I wouldn't do that. They're two very different names. Yeah. I find, I feel like over the years as well, all the people I've known with names like mine, where there's a, there's a full and a short version. I've never liked calling the person that name. Like I've known Natalie's, and I've never liked calling them Nat. That's the worst, though. That's not a good one. Yeah. But, like, everyone calls them Nat, but I don't like it. And I knew a Ray, and I used to call him Raymond, because I didn't... <laughs> you did the reverse. I did. That's, that's kind of insulting, if you no, think about it. No, his name was Raymond. But everyone oh, called him Ray. I thought his name was actually Ray. No. And you were like, I don't like that name. I'm giving you a new one. I also knew a Desmond. And sure. everyone called him Desmond. I called him Desmond. And you called him Mund. <laughs> hey, Mund. Oh, you know what the difference is, though? Steph. I don't call her Stephanie. I call her Steph. I actually like to call her Steffi. Sure. And I'm not the only person who does that. Um, and she likes it. And she calls you... Sammy. Sammy. Hey, Sammy. Hey, Sammy. Talking about the mythology of Steph. Ugh, yes. My friend Nahida. This is like... It's crazy. Levels deep. We were messaging back and forth the other day, and I said something to her about how Sammy was sick. Yeah. Because I also call you Sammy. Yeah. And then she messes back. The fact that you said that made me think of how you say the word Sammy on the podcast to imitate Steph. And she's never met Steph. Nahida and Steph are three removes apart. Yeah. But it's just because she listens to the podcast, it's just so it was so funny and crazy to us that this weird little thing had passed by osmosis. It's cool. I always say to you, are we ever going to get all our friends in the same place? Because, <laughs> like, none of them have met each other. Sure. And it would just be so... Like, yeah, it would be nice for them all to meet, I feel. Sure. It would be It would be interesting. Yeah, but it would be nice. <laughs> Usually there's, like... I feel like throughout my life there have been instances where it's, like, 
I have different groups of friends and I don't want them to be friends. Right. Like, either because I know they wouldn't make great friends because they're, like, completely different people or when I was really young and you have that kind of, like, no, I just want to keep them to myself kind of thing. But in this instance, I feel like it would be cool because they're all so different. That's very true. And Steph's from America, so whenever she meets anyone that I know, I always find it so fun. Well, Matthew and... No, that sounded really weird. I didn't mean because she's from America. I mean because of, she, of her personality. She's so nice and, like, inquisitive and, like, really kind of chats with people. Sure. You're just saying we... I think we both are more likely to find someone from America fascinating because we are fascinated by America. Yeah, me and you, yeah. I what I was going to say... I didn't actually mean she was like, you know... Sure. What are you trying to say, woman? I don't know, like, she's not... Steph is lovely. No, I mean, And like, she's the best, and that's all there is to yeah, say. Yeah, she is. I meant, like, she's not like this fucking circus freak who can just like perform tricks because she's american i didn't mean it like that i meant like she's really nice and i like how she interacts with like my family and stuff there's a red laser dot on your forehead right now and just give me the word and i'll tell my man to put you out of your misery i don't understand what's (laughs) happening i think you just missed okay we have to move past this we're in a quagmire (laughs) of words the thing i was going to say is that Matthew and Nahida would have lots to talk about yeah. right off the bat because they both have taught English in a foreign country recently. Which is so odd. It is, it's a crazy question. Because they're both your friends as yeah. well. So it's kind of like, whoa. Sure. They did it at the same time, which is really weird. Talking of name shortenings, I have never ever, and I don't think anyone ever has, called Matthew Matt. Yeah, that's strange. No one in school called him no. Matt. No one. No. Was there another Matthew you know, that they called Matt? No, he was the only one in our year. That's odd. You know, I think. Don't you feel like Matt is a bit American? Um, no, because I knew <laughs> Matt. I knew Matt's. Sure, but that was when you lived in Kansas. <laughs> I know what you mean, actually, but no. plucking the corn in the fields. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very funny response. <laughs> Look, I'm very funny. I don't really know. <laughs> and you're I... humble as well. <laughs> um, Listen, I'm just a humble ass dude with a big ass dick. And in fact, I'm not all that humble. Is that from something? That's from The Wire. You should know this. You should Is be... it from season five? Because I haven't seen season five. You... And if it's from season two, I was a fucking sleep because it was a snooze fest. Season two is underrated uh... and only true, sophisticated Wire fans can appreciate its greatness. Season two is your favourite season, I It's not. I just season feel... Season one is the best. It's a much slower season and it is a, a very stark transition to go from these drug-slinging gangsters to these dock workers i know what you mean yeah and it does get into a bit too much of the inside baseball politics no one cares about these fucking dock workers um, unions and lobbying efforts but i actually do really enjoy season two of course you would you're the type of person who would like season two of the wire pretty much you're the type of person who would like season five of the kids so what's the kids yeah you don't even know what is the kids it's the season five is about 
a set of kids. Oh, in school. I thought you said season five of the kids, like the kids was its own TV show. <laughs> <laughs> That's seriously how you said it. Right. Season five of the kids. Okay. All right. No, season four is the kids as well. Yeah, but season five really is. Two of the seasons, I think. Yeah, we. I was watching it with you. I'd never seen it before. And you just all of a sudden decided you didn't want to watch it anymore when we got to the last episode of season four. So I haven't even seen the season finale of season four. Because I don't it's not the I don't really want to watch it on my own. I wanna watch it with you. Sure. Because it, it was like our show. But then you just fucking said, fuck it, I don't want to do it anymore. Well, there's two things. One is that I've seen The Wire so many times, I know it word by word, or thereabouts. And second of all, season five is just... Yeah, do you really know no, word I know word. a lot of quotes from The yeah, Wire. Yeah, you can quote a lot of it. But season five is just not... It's not necessarily that it's not good. I just don't like it very much. I find the kids to be extremely annoying. And not very interesting to watch. I don't want to see sad stuff about kids, to be honest. <laughs> well, there's a lot of it, so yeah. buckle up, buttercup. Maybe I could just watch a, read a summary of season five. No, you cannot. <laughs> well, if you're not going to watch it with me, I'm not going to watch it. What well, do you then want? you miss out. Sure, on sad kids. On one of the great novels of the television era. But let's be real, season five is probably the worst season, right? So why do I need to watch it? Because you need closure. It's been a while. I think I have closure. I'm not up at night thinking, oh my God, I need to go and watch The Wire. If I don't, I'm going to cry. What's going to happen to Bubbles? Does he get oh, clean? Does he stay clean? The story of Bubs makes me so sad. Sure. There's so many, like when he's waiting for Kima and she doesn't show that last time. Yeah. Spoilers. Um, <laughs> and so I think he ends up going back on drugs. It's like... I think he gets beat up. Yeah, something happens to him anyway. Or she he gets says, arrested or something. Yeah, I think she says, you can call me if you need help. And then he needs help because someone's beating him up. Yeah. I can't remember. It's really sad anyway. And the kid he takes in and tries to get him into school ends yeah. up dying. Bob's is maybe my, Loki my favourite character. Sure. And so I just can't. I'm more of a... The Bunk man. I was going to say, how funny is it that Bunk was in Twilight? Yeah, that's true. I've heard <laughs> that Wendell Pierce is also really good in that new Jack Ryan show. He's in Jack Ryan? Yeah. He's in, um, he's currently, well, I think his story's come to an end now, but he's currently in Chicago PD as like an alderman who's trying to become mayor. Right. And in the episode I just watched, I think maybe his story has come to an end. I'm sure. not sure. But, um, but yeah, it's been fun seeing him in that because he's just so good. Do you think Bunk is short for something, going back to what we're talking about? Bunkman, maybe? Bunk, bunkman? Binkman? Bunkman? Bunk, bunk, debunk, bunk, bunk? Bunk debunked. <laughs> you think his name is... Bunk has been debunked. <laughs> anyway, let's go back to the name thing because I have more to say. I, You know what's interesting? Short, like you said, shortening my name is completely redundant in a sense because it's mm -hmm. only two syllables to begin with. And that reminds me how the other day we were talking about how some people are trying to, or I guess have been for quite a long time, are trying to pretend that za is an acceptable shortening of pizza. I really, I've never heard anyone actually say it. I've only seen it written. Hey, brah, you want to get a hot slice of za? It takes effort to say it. You have to stop yourself from saying the P part. And it just, 
it takes effort. It's not like it's a seven-syllable word <laughs> that needs shortening. Pizza Snopolopolis. It's just silly. Yeah. And I can't get behind it. I'm That's because you're not hip. A slice of za. Oh, it's the oh. worst. I'm not getting behind it. It just here. feels so forced. It does feel forced. And Why the, does it need shortening? So you can show that you're cooler than everyone else. And I feel like the other way people call, talk about pizza in one syllable is when they say slice. I'm going to get a slice or a pie. Pie, get a pie is so weird. How did I that know. come about? I, don't, I think it's weird. Pie well. already has a meaning. That's true. I don't understand why it's called a pie. Maybe just because it's round and it gets cut into pieces, like a pie. Then why don't we call cakes pies? Look, cake. The the the, the cakes and pies are two different things. Okay, so <laughs> you're very strict. You're going about down a hole of a root of like, terminology. What's a pie? Like, is a cheesecake a cake or is it pie because of the crust? Oh, these are questions that don't yeah. need to be answered. Yeah. So. Yeah. Is a Jaffa cake a biscuit or a cake? Who cares? People. And it's also me. called a cake. So but it's, you, you think a Jaffa cake is a cake? Well, the people who make it seem to. No, it's in and the I biscuit And I trust aisle. their expertise. It's in the biscuit aisle. And I saw that they'd have to charge more because the tax is higher on cakes. This is fascinating content. Yeah, it is. This Sorry. is scintillating factoids. I know. Um, <laughs> Talking of names that shouldn't be shortened... Okay. It kind of talking about that reminded me, and I know this is a a weird transition, but I remember many times Christopher Hitchens saying that he hates when people call him Chris. Yeah. Which I totally get. Me too. <coughs> because Christopher is such a better name it than is. Chris. It is. Yeah. It completely changes the feel of the person. Thinking about it now, do you think he disliked it also because of Christ? That would be a bit of a stretch, I mm. think. I don't know, it just came to my brain. It was like a low-level wondering. But, um, well, he never changed his middle name from Nazarene, <laughs> so he obviously was fine with the connection. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like if I was in that position, if I had a name that has kind of a shitty shortened version, like we were just talking about, yeah, I would get mad at people shortening it. Yeah. Because... Yeah, how dare you, honestly. Yeah. Some people do feel that way about their full names, though. Oh, give me an example. Um, like Jay-Z, you'd always say his surname Z. <laughs> Mr. Z. Z. That's what, that's what it says on his bills when they come through the letterbox, Mr. Z. <laughs> I had one then. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know, like, I don't know. Okay, I'll just say it. I didn't want to say it because I didn't want to say the name, but I don't think it's ever going to come across this. But years ago, I had a friend, and her name was Joya, J-O-Y-A, and she didn't like it, and she wanted to be called Joe. So she told people to call her Joe. Okay. But I didn't ever call her Joe because of the things I said earlier. I always called people by their full name. Joya's a good name. I like the name Joya. I think later on she... Reclaimed came it. Came to like it, but I don't know because we'd lost touch. But I like how you're worried she might hear this podcast. She might be one of our 12 listeners. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of another name. But yeah, there are people. Like, I don't know. Maybe if someone is called like Penelope, but they think it's like an old name or something. So they go by Penny 
You know what I mean? Like Elizabeth. Not everyone wants to be called Elizabeth, so they change it to like Lizzie or something. <sighs> Do you know what I like? Lilibet. That's that's what people used to call uh, the Queen when she was little. Uh, yeah, it's okay. It is very like posh English name. Though. Right, sure. Um, but I think it's cute. Lilibet. Talking of posh English names, do you know what name I have a, a deep, utter, irrational aversion to? Spencer. Oh. You know when you get those... It's a dick name, Upper class, yeah. ruling cast names. Yeah. It just says, I'm a dickhead. <laughs> it does a bit. Okay. Sebastian. <laughs> no, I kind of like Sebastian. <sighs> a, because of Sebastian from The Little Mermaid. You love singing lobsters. And you know what I don't like, though? How people call Sebastian's Seb. No one they does that, they so do. take it back. Sebastian Stan from Avengers. I don't know who that is. They call him Seb. Winter Soldier. Oh, who could forget? Well, he's in like lots of the movies, so... And I've forgotten him already. Well, he's got a new arm. He's fine. He's brooding. He's angsty. He may be dead. He's one-armed. Try to avoid spoilers, okay? Sure. No we haven't spoilers. seen the new Avengers no, yet. it's so hard. There are spoilers everywhere now that it's been out for like one week. But we have seen the latest episode of Game of Thrones, yes, so we could we spoil you, listener. <laughs> Don't tempt us. <laughs> we won't. We won't. Well, we might. We worry about spoiling things that are like 10 years old. <laughs> In case you haven't seen Gilmore Girls, that, that... she doesn't end up. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I... Hashtag. Hashtag. Sure. Hashtag. That, we were My talk... mom hashtagged me the other day. How so? What did she say? It was like the equivalent to like when people say hashtag blessed. It was like very... <laughs> It was like hashtag stressed or something. And I was just like, did you just fucking hashtag me? Like, and it was in, in a text, text message. message. Yeah. Talking of stress, that was a nice lead in for what I was about to say. We were talking about how, although we do enjoy Game of Thrones, mm. like appointment viewing big prestige shows, it is stressful because once it comes out, you yeah. can't go online. You can't. Because spoilers are everywhere. You can't they'll, go on anything. There'll be op ed headlines on online news sites that will have spoilers in yeah they have the spoilers in the headline such and such died such and such's reaction to such and such's death it's crazy and it's just like it comes out like five minutes after the episode has aired in america so it's like fuck you honestly makes me glad that i don't use twitter because i feel yeah i sometimes open it and forget and then like it's right there also people do not just like people writing articles and like things that are trending but people some people love to spoil shit they love to just even like tweet their exact reaction like as it's happening but you can't go on anything i hate it when what video have i clicked on that wants to tell me avengers spoilers on youtube sure. i haven't clicked on any of it so i don't but know then why your net your first 10 recommended videos are avengers endgame ending explained oh i hate it and there's a screenshot from it yeah the worst hate the it. worst people who make those videos should be put into a bad 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 place <laughs> i thought you were gonna say should be put into a bag like a bag of something <laughs> and then thrown into a river <laughs> horrible fine what's wrong with you legal i or at least quasi legal I didn't want to go down this road, but there is one name that I really hate. No jury would convict. Go on. I don't want to say it, but there is one name that I hate. Like, I despise it. Whenever I see it, I, like, actively want to set it on fire. It's Steph, isn't it? <laughs> no, I love my <laughs> Steffi. 
Yeah. You know the name, but I'm not going to say it because I don't sure, want to be mean. I to do. People. But yeah. Do you have any <laughs> names that you feel that way about? Besides the ones I just said, um, not really. I mean, I, there are ones that will come up and I'm... You have negative associations with certain names if you've known assholes by that yeah. name. But it's not really a reflection on anyone else who has it. You just... No. It's Obviously. just Yeah, it's just a connection in your brain you can't get rid of. Yeah. But then there's there's the reverse of that. There's names that kind of in a very small way make you like a person before you've even met them. Yeah. Likeable names. Like Phoebe. I not I don't like Phoebe, I the like character or the name. Or the moon of whatever it is. The moon? Yeah, Phoebe is the name of a moon of one of the planets. It is? I don't want to embarrass myself by trying to guess which planet it is. Earth? <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty... You did a nice deadpan delivery. I'm doing really good jokes this episode, so you need to just step your game up, really, to be honest. <laughs> I'll do okay. my best. I think we should move on to the Would You Rathers now. Okay, because we are... Seven or eight hours. I always make this joke. It's the joke that never dies. It doesn't. It's immortal. It's like Lazarus. You can count on several things that we're going to talk about, everyone. And one is like hungry. We're seven hours deep into like rambling, etc., etc. Anyway, it's got it. Uh, yeah. You are making good jokes this episode. Yeah. So we're going to get into it. Without any further ado, <coughs> we've only... I mean, there's going to be some ado. <laughs> we've only an hour and a half of preamble. We're finally going to get into the point of this episode. So, we each have about ten would you rather questions. The other person... I have more than ten, uh, but whatever. That's because you can't stick to the rules. <laughs> As a child, you always coloured outside the lines. I did, yeah. The other person doesn't know the ones that we've each come up with. So they're going to get ambushed live on yeah, air. Yeah, live. And yeah. Of course this is live. This is streaming on Facebook Live. Oh, God. The worst of all the lives. <laughs> I mean, I was going to whip out Periscope. Oh, man. But I thought that had I kind of... I never used that. That had gone... That's past its sell-by date, I think. I didn't even know what it was, I feel like. You had to explain to me what it was all sure. those years ago. Okay, I think I have like one kind of serious one and I just want to get it out of the way. Oh, I have several serious ones. Oh, okay. I guess that's the difference between me and you. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of like a serious deep thinker and you're just kind of like a frivolous, silly little girl. What? What? There also has to be a silence every episode. There is. I was going to, as I was making my silence, I thought to myself, I do this every episode. We've got a checklist that we have to tick off each box on each episode. Exactly. I'm just going to get into it. Okay. Would you rather be on death row for a crime you didn't commit and the most important person in your life is free, but they committed the crime? Or. Be free, but the most important person in your life is on death row for a crime you committed. This is a very complicated question. It's very intricate. Okay. Basically, 
would you die for someone? Is yeah, the it kind of makes the rest of the question moot. The crime, whether the crime was committed by whoever, doesn't really matter. Yeah. When it, what it boils down to is, would you rather die or someone you love die? Yeah. And obviously, I would rather die in, say, your place, whatever the circumstances. Would you die in anyone else's place? Of course, my my family. You would. Matthew. Matthew is my fucking brother. Even the it's funny because the top comment. But below that is, first option, I'll gladly die for my brother. Sure. Would you even die for the old people? That's a insanely (laughs) dark and cynical question to ask, isn't it? No, it's a real question. I trust that they would say, you don't need to. Because I am an old man and you are a young man. And... You know, the calculus yeah, is pretty it, clear. Okay. I would um, probably only die for a few people. Okay. I'm not going to die for like a second cousin who I don't know. Sure. I'll be real. Um, But if it was like... Are you listening, Charlene in <laughs> Scotland? <laughs> of all the UK places, sure. Scotland is where I have no one. That's not true, actually. Yeah. We all know that your your family lineage is Welsh. How dare Welsh you? Welsh to a single man. I'm Welsh and Irish and English. But mostly Welsh. I don't have any Scottish, I don't think. Okay. Yeah, anyway. So, yeah, so I would, but only for certain people. In This is going to be the first of many loopholes that I try and find in these yeah, questions. Yeah. But when I'm on death row... Can I go through the appeals process? No. Can I hire a really good lawyer? No, you're on death row as in like your last meal is today. And I take it all the way to the Supreme Court? No. No Seventh Circuit for you. (laughs) I'm going to get Adnan Saeed. (laughs) Did. I was going to say, what do you mean you're going to get? I was trying to make it into a verb. Remember when we watched that documentary the other day? The Adnan Saeed. Yeah, and it's just so depressing. It was good though. It was good. And we... Listen to cereal, and it well, was still who, good. Who didn't, honestly? And what I mean is, like, you at first were like, but I've listened to cereal, why do I need to watch the documentary? But the way they do it really drags you along, like you don't know what's going to happen. It also shows you things that cereal didn't yeah. cover. Plus you get a visual for things. That's true. And you get to see the people that she talks to, and you know. Sure, it was good. And it's pitch black bleak at the end. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a roller coaster. It is very bleak, Jesus. It whips you between happy and sad at a moment's notice. Yeah. When are you ever happy? Well, of course you're happy when he wins the first appeal. Oh, yeah, that's true. Spoilers. Well, I mean, obviously, I don't. I, I... say spoilers, but it's someone's life. Sure, I yeah. Say that. I didn't really know what I was rooting for in that show because yeah. you don't. Ultimately, you don't know. You don't know if he did it, but you want to believe. So it's weird. I yeah, it's it is weird. You know what I think sealed the deal for me in that thinking that he's innocent is that in the show you see that he is something that you don't know from serial, obviously, because it's happened recently. Is that he he's been in jail for twenty years now, and they say to him, "If take this deal, and you have to admit say that you did it, but you can get out of prison in was it three years? I think it was three or four years." Um. And he didn't take it. So he was basically gambling the rest of his life in prison or three more years. And he said no. 
And that, to me, there's absolutely no benefit. The only reason, the only impetus to do that is if you felt so strongly that you wanted to prove your actual innocence. That's what I mean. Yeah. That's why I think. And a guilty man wouldn't care about that. He would just want Especially out of after being in there 20 years now. And like your parents are getting older and, sure. you know, worried about stuff. So I just, I think that might have sealed the deal for me in terms of. I think either way, even if you don't believe or even suspect that he's innocent, I don't know how you can know all the facts of the case and not believe that he shouldn't have been convicted. Yeah, that was my original thing after hearing Serial. I think I was somewhere between he definitely shouldn't have... I, I thought he definitely shouldn't have been convicted. And then I also was, like, for a minute was like, oh, he's innocent. But I let that whole he shouldn't have been convicted cloud the other yeah. part. And then over the, like, couple of years, it's been since Serial reading some of the stuff that's left out of Serial, and I thought, oh, maybe he did do it. But then watching the show, like I said, that last part, I think, sealed it. But at the very least, there's so much reasonable doubt. Yeah. I mean, you could drive a tank through it. Yeah, it's crazy. There's no way he should have been convicted. No. Maybe a better case with all the evidence could have been brought against him, and he would have deserve to be convicted but that's not what happened in this that's case not now yeah it's pretty insane where are you serial <laughs> i was talking to you about this as well how i really feel like serial dropped the ball yeah we talked about there's a lot of things coming back to like game of thrones as well like there's so many things where it's like there's so much hype around something and then it takes like five years for like the thing to come out and it's like the hype has gone away now sure people need to to learn to like you gotta strike jump on things straight away you gotta strike while the iron is hot as they say because serial season one was the biggest phenomenon in the world for a couple of weeks yeah and then they go away for several years come back with another season go away for several years again and i mean i do, what i always say to you is i don't understand after Serial hits the fucking hype jackpot. Yeah. Every it's got millions and millions of downloads. It's getting like your grandma to listen to podcasts. Sure. It's that kind of I don't know why they wouldn't have set multiple teams to each work on a yeah. season. You can even have Sarah Koenig narrate each one yeah. to keep the same feel. But then you can release a podcast every year or even more regularly and you can keep that hype going. You don't go away for several yeah. years, let everyone forget and then dribble out a new season. It just boggles the mind how they let that slip through their fingers. <clears throat> it's like these new potential new spin-offs of Game of Thrones. We've known for at least two years now that Game of Thrones was going to end with this season. So what needs to have happened is they need to have created the new show that starts next season. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So there's no gap. What do you mean by the next season? Yeah, so you you know how like a show ends and then you wait the year for it to come back or you wait several, like nine months, depending on what, if it's a full show or if it's a show that comes out all at once, like Netflix. If it's like a Netflix show that comes out all at once, you wait a year for it to come out. If it's like a full show where it's on for nine months, then you only wait like four months for it to come back. So what I mean is Game of Thrones is on and it's on for like a couple of months. It airs like um, 
at this time of year. So this time of year, next year, there should be, instead of a new season of Game of Thrones, a new spin-off. It should have been ready for the next TV season. Yeah, there should be a quick turnaround yeah. so you don't lose the momentum. To, uh, the fact that they had two years between this season yeah. and the last one is... I mean, obviously they survived in that people... Two years is a... It, you can... If a show is that big and that important, you can just about scrape by. The premiere was record-breaking as well. So even more people came to it. They, like, discovered the show in the meantime. But given that it's the biggest show on TV right now, I don't know why you wouldn't have multiple versions of it in production at the same time. Because I think people will wait for something like Game of Thrones. But when they do it with other things and then they wait, it's like... You don't have lightning in a bottle. You just have something great. So you need to be timely with sure. it, you know? Um, you need to cement the audience for you uh, and to keep them with you as you go on that journey. I feel like that happened with the Fifty Shades movies a little bit. The first, if I recall, the first one came out and then it was two years before the second one came out instead of a year. But then didn't the second and the third one come out back to back? No, 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 they filmed them at the same time, but they were a, still a year apart. Yeah, a year's an, oh, yeah, yeah, a yeah. Year's fine. Yeah, but it should have been one, two, three, instead of one, yeah. two years, two, three. Especially so given... So actually took, like... They must be quite quick to film. There's no CGI or big set pieces. I know what you mean. It's a couple of months as opposed to, like... When... I don't think it was that. I think it was a case of, like, we're just going to say we're going to make the first one because we don't know. It was right. kind of like with Twilight. It was just like, we're going to make the first one. And then, you know. We'll see what happens. But then, because they changed writer and director, they have to find a new writer and director, and then they have to write it. So it's not just about filming. Hashtag I get what you mean. Catherine Hardwick, you'll always be my director. Yeah. You think you're so funny, don't I think you? I know the inside scoop. You do know the inside scoop. But yeah, so... I'm a cute little ice cream boy. Uh, you are a cute little... Working at a creamery. It, do you want two scoops or three? I want eight scoops. How do you... And f- I want a flake and I want strawberry syrup as well. That's because you're a boss-ass bitch. I am a boss-ass bitch. Just as a quick aside, how do you feel about the fact that some people just go to ice cream stores and eat samples? Get it. If you can get it, get it. So you want to screw over some local, independent mom-and-pop ice cream shop. Are you screwing them over? The sample is, like, really small. You're stealing ice cream from them. No, you're not. They're giving and you're taking. You're abusing a system of gracious generosity. I recently, not recently, but, like, in the last couple of years, whenever I get, like, meat from the deli counter at the supermarket, I ask to taste it first because I know it's something you can do as an adult. I say as an adult. I'm sure a kid could do it too, but... A four-year-old comes up to the deli counter. I'd like to try the bratwurst (laughs) before I buy some good man. I'm thinking of buying a few (laughs) kilograms worth. I feel like you've finally made it as an adult when you're asking to taste the meat before you buy it. So, yeah. You know what's the, the even more sophisticated version of that? Tasting the wine. Yeah. yeah. When you say, I'd like this bottle of 1992 Chardonnay. And they pour you a tiny bit so you can swill it. Sure. And like... I think you're supposed to, ta- it's to check whether the wine has boiled in some way. It's also just to see if they've like kept it nice. Like That's what I just said. Like if the cork oh, okay. is I broken, yeah. I think the wine. Like 
goes back. Because some things don't you have to let them breathe and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We're not. <laughs> we're not wine drinkers. We're not wine connoisseurs. Okay, so let's move on to the next. Would you rather? Do you want to give me one of yours? Yeah. Okay. Are you ready? No. Because I'm going to shellac you. I feel like you're going to have really good ones. With some hard balls. And I'm going to have like just all right ones. I'm going to rock you to your core. Mm. You always take it to a dirty place. <laughs> when you say dirty things, then I take it to a dirty place. Sometimes you got to have seven orgasms a Sunday, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the ratio that you want. It is the ratio. It's the ratio that you need. That you deserve. <laughs> <laughs> and if Hillary Clinton had become president... That's what every woman would have had. Yeah, pretty much. She would have mandated it. She would have. She would have signed it into law. Okay, let's go. She would have amended Roe versus Wade to add that rider. You are shocked and mouth agape at this joke. And now you're yawning. Well, I was aghast, but now it's passed. <laughs> <laughs> you think you're so clever. I, I am. Sure. Okay, go ahead. Would you rather earn a penny every time you take a step? Or earn a dollar every time you jump. Think about this carefully. I am. I straight away. I think every time I take a step because jumping sucks. Okay. Like trying to do like a jumping jack, for instance, is hell. It's hell. Right. It hurts everything. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we have to consider this carefully, and and I also can't really jump. Right. You can. I mean, I can, but it's not great. You're not going to do a 52-inch vertical <laughs> box jump, to be fair. Yeah, it sucks. Jumping sucks. We need to write out an equation on the window with one of those markers like they do on in films. Oh, yeah. You know, when there's the long night of the soul. That and you have to social come up with network a, scene yeah. where he's writing on the window. You have to come up with a miraculous equation to fix the problem. So, yeah. I, yeah, I, jumping takes great effort. Our financial future is on the line here. We need to pick carefully. This is why I think I would go with jump. Because if I needed money, say each week I say I'm, I'm going to need whatever, $500 to pay rent. I can just get that out of the way. I know what you mean. You could just say I've got to jump 500 times. So I could jump 100 times a day. I'd get whatever. a skipping rope and you'd, you'd be done each oh, yeah, day. I never thought about skipping. In a minute. Does jumping on a trampoline count? Oh, that's hacking the system. That is hacking the system. That's a that's smart. That's thinking with your but brain saying that, and not your wa- heart. <laughs> <laughs> Walking on the st- spot is real easy. I don't think that would count. But a penny, you'd have to walk a hundred times just to get a pound. Also, we are shutting hermits who don't leave the house. Yeah, we are. So we don't walk unless we force ourselves to yeah, walk. Around the house, I would we do say, have a treadmill as well. I would say jump is the clear winner. Yeah, here. I think you might be right in terms of like you can clearly say I need a hundred pound. I've got to jump a hundred times. Whereas a penny is much. While walking might be easier, it's much more complicated. It takes longer. Yeah. Yeah, I think you might be right then. As much as I hate jumping, I could just quickly do like... And no one says they have to be jumps higher than like a centimetre. Sure. You could just do the weakest It jumps. actually, in some in a way, kind of takes more effort to jump a centimetre off the ground. Yeah, I see what you mean. You know what I mean? My, my example was you don't have to jump so high to yeah. do it. You've just got to jump. Yeah, okay. 
Okay. That's what, it. What's yeah. your... Not every explanation for the would you rather has to be a million years long. <laughs> we don't have to get caught up in it always. Okay. Would you rather speak every language fluently or play every instrument perfectly? I actually considered adding that onto my list and skipped over it. Well, aren't you great? But I guess it was good enough for you, It huh? was, yeah. You know why? Because I really want to be learning languages and I'm not. Okay. So I would pick languages. Yeah, I think the obvious answer is languages. Unless you want to be a musician or you already are. Yeah, that's true. Because... Yeah, I feel like there'd be benefit to both, obviously. But in terms of, like, I don't know. See, I do like the idea of being able to, like... Because I can't play any instruments. Me neither. Um, Like, that would be obviously amazing. Like, music is really important to me and most people. <laughs> um, But you always said that because I was going to say music is really important to me. Like, it's only important to me and no one else. I know I'm this weird, kooky person because I actually enjoy music. Yeah, and then I thought, that sounds really weird. So I added on the, and most people, because, like, it was an obvious thing, which it is. I don't know what I'm saying. Okay. I'm kind of an odd duck because I like songs. No, you're missing what I'm saying. (laughs) I don't understand why. Um, (laughs) Okay. Do you not know what I mean? No, of course I do. I'm just mocking you. Oh, okay. I didn't get that. I'm sorry. I'm just ribbing you. I didn't get that you were ribbing me. I'm just joshing. I apologize that I didn't understand you were making fun of me. (laughs) I'm joshing you. You fuck. Um, (laughs) I love you. I love you too. You're cute. You're cute. Um, But I feel like in terms of like languages, not only would it be cool to just know all the languages and always be able to communicate, I feel like in, in terms of like if you wanted a career... People are always looking for people to, like, translate or teach. And while, yes, people also are looking for musicians, I feel like it'd be harder to make money. Yeah. Also, every language is very useful, whereas not every instrument is very useful. Yeah, like the recorder's not that You could become a master of the triangle, but what does that really get you? (laughs) I know what you mean. And how many... Like, in the average song, how many instruments are used? A guitar, a piano, the drums, etc. It's yeah. it's not a hundred instruments in each song. Also, I feel like it's harder to learn languages. Because if you wanted to learn every instrument, at some point muscle memory takes over. Whereas, like, you don't have anything like that with languages. You do really have to, like be a fucking linguistic genius to like really learn them all and my boy matthew does have a master's degree in in linguistics linguistics yeah so teach me your ways he does tell me these factoids about languages and how they're made that are just it's so fascinating it really is it's very strange yeah Uh, what do you think about this point if you don't speak someone's language, you can just use Google Translate. But if you don't know how to play an instrument, there's no artificial or technological means to bridge that gap. There is for some, like the drum machine. But you still have to have musical talent. But also, you can sometimes just play. Like, my mom has a piano, and I would sometimes just play it, and it would sound good. That's obviously I love not- this humble brag. <laughs> 
this backdoor <laughs> self compliment. What I mean is, I know that's not the same as like. I'm actually like a prodigy, I and can... I never even like cultivated it or I... capitalized on it. <laughs> well, it's not the same as like learning Beethoven or whatever. I feel like you can make music while not really knowing what to do with the instrument. Like if you just do it, you can eventually fall upon like sounding good. I don't know. So you can. <laughs> we don't all have your innate talent. Also, you can play an instrument by reading music. You don't necessarily have to know how to do it. If you learn to read music, do you know what I mean? Sure. I think because I don't... I mean, I, as we talked about before, music is not a huge part of my life. Which I find really weird. People really take offense when you say that. as if you're odd. You're like a broken robot. All of a sudden. What? That went, you went a bit far with no, that. No, people act as if you're broken if music is not the most important thing in your life. Well, that's weird. But, like, it is... I do find it odd that you don't like music that much. Like, you... Yeah. You... I love how you're choosing your words carefully. No, no, no. Diplomatic. You like a couple of, like, bands or whatever, and then you're like, oh, I like this the odd song. But... Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. It's hard to relate because I've never, ever felt that way. Okay. My point is because music's not that important to me, and obviously I have no aspirations of becoming a musician, I would obviously go for learning all languages. Also, that would allow me to translate anything I write into fluently and with all the idiosyncrasies into every other language and that for a writer is invaluable because if you really did know it fluently like you like how people learn both languages from the birth kind of thing yeah then you would know the nuances you would know the slang etc also i don't know I take it you've heard this thing where supposedly learning a new language is easiest when you're young because your neural plasticity, or some other term that I don't know what it means, <laughs> is at its highest at that point. But I think you can learn an instrument equally well at pretty much any stage of your life. Yeah, I think it's just languages that it's like referring to. So, But also studying yeah. is harder as you get older. Learning new things is harder. Right. Not meaning it's hard. I'm saying it's just not as easy as when you're younger. Um. Let's go back to the music thing. Okay. I'm trying to think why music isn't bigger for you. And... I'm afraid. I don't know why. Maybe it's because you were born in that weird in-between time of, like, um, having to get your music from, like, the radio or, like, buying cassettes and buying CDs and it being on the internet, you were born in the transition stage. Okay. So you could get music from all those places, but also none of those places. Does that make sense? Yeah. But also... You almost kind of take it for granted because it's so available. I don't really mean that, but... Do you mean you have so many options, it's kind of paralyzing? No. What do you mean, woman? I mean woman? what I say. I don't really know what you're trying to <laughs> I say what I mean, and I mean what I fucking say. <laughs> I just mean, like, maybe that, maybe that is partly why. Like, 
music, you didn't have to like purposely access music in a certain way. Okay. Um, whereas like if you wanted music when I was young, you had to go and get the music. So there had to be like a proper purpose. It wasn't just like a la- lazily there or whatever. You had um, to get a license and go to the music store. <laughs> you could only buy one music a day. Look, when people say that, like, it was fun going to, like, the record store or whatever and, like, looking at, like, new albums, it really was. Because especially if you um, were part of, like, a scene and you went to specific... Because obviously there there were, like... There were, like, music stores that just specialised in, like, reggae music. There were music stores that just specialised in, like, rock music, etc. So if you were part of, like the rock scene, for instance, and then you went to those stores, it was cool because people just hung out in there. It really was like that. I get that. And um, says me at age 64. Like, <laughs> um, Quick question that just sprang into my mind for no real reason. Yeah. What is a rockabilly? Oh, it's kind of like the 60s like um, style. Okay. You know, like um, when women have their hair and like it kind of curls around like that, and they have like like bustier type dresses, but it flares out. Okay. And like I was thinking, it, I was hoping it was going to be more than just. It's kind of like a type of clothing. It's kind of like really pretty dresses and leather jackets. Okay. Do have you ever seen Greece? When I was a kid. Yeah. Is it a is it a portmanteau of rocker and hillbilly? Not hillbilly, no. I don't think so. D- there's no googling on this show. Oh, no. I'm not sure then. <laughs> no, now that you've revoked like Google a... from me, hillbilly. No, okay. I don't, it can't be. I don't, I don't know what it's from. It can't it's be, not, and it won't be. And I it's refuse. It's not from hillbilly, obviously. Obviously, it's from something else. Who would but... ever think that? But yeah, so partly that, and then maybe, like, I don't know. None of your, like, hanging out was surrounded by music, I guess, as well. My kind of um, most meaningful group of friends, like, while I was a kid, kind of, it was while I was, like, in that scene. So, like... You're all friends because you like the same kind of music and you wear the same kind of clothes and you all go to gigs together. So okay, music was a massive... It was almost like name five fucking Machine Head songs and you can be in the club kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? I've never even heard of that band. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And... we, Me and my friends never talked about music. No. It just didn't, I mean, you would say, you would say, it it might come up, what's your favorite band? But we didn't, we weren't having these deep conversations about a new album, dissecting the meaning of the lyrics and saying which song is our favorite. Yeah. And maybe... What did this album mean to you? And maybe video games took up, because obviously there's music in video games. Yeah. So before you found podcasts, you just listened to the music that was on the video game. Pretty much, yeah. And then before you could kind of enter into like loving music, 
you found podcasts because from what you told me you found podcasts quite you were a te- like a young teenager yeah i was a young teenager so i think we, what then happened is the thing that you loved to listen to was podcasts yeah that's fair so i did i also i mean i had an ipod i listened to music as well yeah i'm not obviously not going about this as if you don't listen to any music that's not true it does feel a bit we like we play music all the time it feels like a trial <laughs> I'm in culture court. But I was just trying to like kind of try to get the, to the root of it because... Don't try and reverse engineer me. <laughs> I'm a black box that cannot be opened. Nah, I got the keys. I got the screwdrivers. <laughs> we, Why do you need a screwdriver if you got the key? I don't know. Just in case there's some screws. To Jimmy about. the lock? Yeah. You've got a key. I've got it's a not key. The, it's, it's not, not the, the right, right key. key. No. Sure. Okay. But you have favorite you do have music that you love and you have like favorite songs and stuff. Of course. And when music comes on you are able to enjoy it if you like it. Also, but, I play music for you. I want I sometimes want to yeah. share new music that I yeah, found with you, you that has spoken to me in I don't, some way. I don't want us to paint it as if like you don't like music because that's not true. Yeah. <laughs> you are like the type of person though that only kind of likes a few genres. Yeah. I think I'm quite eclectic. I listen to all types of music, except like house music and <laughs> dance music. Um, that's it, really. Sure. Um, oh, and screamo, like hardcore metal. I don't and, listen to that. But And SoundCloud rap. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't listen to SoundCloud rap. But um, I listen to everything else. But you are quite... Because there are times when you are happily to tell me this song is shit. What are you listening to? This is shit. You listen to a lot of pop. No. Well, you do. What happens is... No, I'm going to say it for you because I'll say it much quicker. No, you won't. When you're cooking, you like to listen to music and the most easy listening music is pop. Yes. I like to listen to stuff I can dance to while I cook because I dance while I cook. And if you haven't seen Samantha dance while she cooks, if your spy cam's not working, I mean, it is the most adorable thing Aww. in the world. I always say That's this to her. Nice. She's such a good dancer. Hey. She has such natural rhythm and she's just so in the moment when she's Aww. dancing. Thank you, baby. That's it's, nice. It's very sexy and impressive. Oh. Yeah, that See, after you just ber- quietly berated <clears throat> me for not liking music. I didn't berate you. I responded with a, a love bomb. I Oh, it was a love bomb. I didn't berate you. I was just trying to, like, explore it with you. You were trying to diagnose me like I was a psychopath. No, I wasn't. I never once said anything negative. You started this whole conversation by saying, people think I'm a broken robot. <laughs> and I quickly said no, because that's not true. <laughs> I just wanted to explore the reasons as why that might be the case. Why does because this... it's difficult for me to relate not to relate to it. But I don't think there's anything wrong with you, baby. I think you're just perfect the way you are. I think you're looking at me through a one-way mirror saying, "Why does this strange boy like to torture cats?" That's what it feels like. No, okay, no, no, don't say that. You're lovely and special and amazing. That's super nice of you. I've got to tell you, I need to pee again. I, what is wrong? I feel in the world like an eighty-year-old lady who has to pee. <laughs> Why every, lady? Who has to pee every twenty minutes? Isn't Sexist. That, I or misogynist. <laughs> Why lady? Because old men don't pee. No, old men do have to get. That's a 
a thing about old men they have to get up in the middle of the night to pee yeah i don't know it just came to my head okay because right, you're sexist it's internalized sexism of i am course. calling you out on every episode you know why because <laughs> you secretly hate me and you're trying to drive me away because you're not woke i'm woke you're not woken you haven't awoken <laughs> you really took a long time to get there it's funny was it worth it in the end yeah okay it's pee time Go pee, bitch. I'm back. Yay. Did you have a nice pee? <laughs> it was the best. Okay, let's move on to a thing, because I feel like we're, you know. I paid top dollar for a bespoke artisanal pee experience. Do you not get it? No. Sad. They said that I was a pauper and my credit card had been declined. No, it was really accepted, but I spent it. <laughs> sure. I on, spent it on spare dicks. I, I don't like the implication of that. But you're busy peeing. So what do I do while you're peeing? Do you need to be masturbating at every second of the day? Yes. Okay, then you have bigger problems than... It's my med... I have problems. <laughs> what is too much masturbation? <laughs> Every second of the day. Trying to police me. What's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm going to give you one. Wait, mm. I think, isn't it mine? But how do we know? Read the shit and we'll know for it <laughs> Use the force. It's not complicated. And use your brain. Your cute brain. How do Your you... love brain. Your smart brain, your funny brain, your caring brain. <laughs> Secrets. Secrets. How do you know my brain is cute? Because I've seen it. I could have a very ugly brain. I burrowed into there with my drill and I put a camera inside. You did some trepanning? I did some trepanning. How dare you? Well. That's outdated. I learned it from the internet. It's pseudoscience. It's real. <laughs> it works. I mean. <laughs> my humours were out of whack. Okay. <laughs> Would you rather have a shower that keeps you clean for seven days straight? Or a bed that gives you a full night's rest in three hours. Shower. <laughs> that's uh My immediate one is shower. That's you, revealing. You know why? Because I hate showering. And even more than I hate showering, I hate washing my hair. I don't know why, but I just hate it. Maybe it's because I let my hair air dry and I feel like Letting your hair air dry lasts hours. And I feel like most people, when they let their hair air dry, you have to do stuff to it while it's drying. As in, like... Okay, so I wash my hair, and during the washing process, when you put conditioner on, you have to leave conditioner on for, like, five minutes or whatever. So if you finish showering, you have to wait in the water for, like, extra few minutes... And then drying my hair is a pain. It makes me really hot. Oh, I dry my fringe with a hairdryer because you just have to. So it makes me really hot and annoyed because I'm already annoyed from having a shower. <laughs> <laughs> and then to let the rest of my hair air dry, I have to constantly be messing with it to try and like make sure it dries the way I want it to. And it takes hours to dry. So if I... Haven't showered in time and I've got to go out. My hair's wet. So I always have to like plan when I'm going to wash my hair. 
And for me, my hair looks better the day after I've washed it. Sure. So I'm like, okay, well, even if I'm going to shower the day off, I don't want to wash my hair then. It's just a fucking palaver. <laughs> Do you see the things I have to think about? You put a lot of thought into this. That's what I think about every time it's due to wash my hair. So I only wash my hair now as it is once every like 12 days or something, which I know to a lot of people is going to be an auto fucking ew, but it's just hair. I don't go out. <laughs> I, I, it doesn't really get dirty until like the week mark. And then should we really use the word dirty? It's not dirty. I would eat my hair, like, if I had to. What a weird what I mean fucking is, like, thing to say. What I mean is, like, you could lick it and it'd be fine. <laughs> it's not dirt like dirt on the ground. It's just a bit fucking greasy or whatever. It's just your natural oils. Calm down. So, I know. would eat my hair if I had to. Yeah. Like... I don't know. Explain yourself. I don't know what I'm saying is it's clean enough for me to eat it, even when it's greasy. No, it's not. It's just like eating fast food. I, I've took it to a place. Uh, I know. Anyway. <laughs> however, going back to sleep, I sleep 12 hours. Yeah. So in a way, it would be nice to be able to get that rest in three hours. However, <laughs> as a depressed person... Sometimes the day is too long. It's like I'm having a bad time. I'm really depressed or really anxious or both. And I can't, I'm having trouble surviving this day. And already the day is too long. So having to then be awake 21 hours would fucking suck. So I think I'm sticking with shower. I am baffled by that choice, I have to tell if you. If I wasn't depressed, I'd pick sleep. Okay, I, I do get that. I don't think about it like that. Although I do in a weird way, in that when I feel down, I do sometimes like to go to sleep because it kind of resets you. Yeah, I was going to say, that's your thing. But I don't have to, I can go to sleep for an hour. I can nap and be reset. But are you going to be able to go to sleep if you've had your full night's sleep in three hours? Like, isn't that the point? You have your full night's sleep in the three hours and then you don't sleep again until that's true. you would awake 21 hours. It might revoke that option for the Yeah, the that's like what it nap. seems like anyway. Uh, well, first of all, let me go back to the beginning. Also, you have like a magic power where if you just want to go to sleep, you can. It's only on rare... I feel like it's only when something super important is coming up, like an appointment or a trip, where you have trouble sleeping like it's a kid on Christmas. But all the other times, you are, like, able to just go to sleep. You go to sleep really quickly, and you can just be like, okay, I, I don't, I'm don't. i done with this day, I just want to be asleep. And you go to sleep. I That's, like, the opposite of the way my brain works. So, please ex- explain. <laughs> continue on your reasoning on my journey through the reason desert yeah this is the desert of the real where's that from this is the matrix yeah this is taking another checkbox i could tell because of the way you said it <laughs> i was trying to channel yeah Morpheus i could tell and his gravitas yeah i could tell he says that to neo when he's explaining what the matrix is and it's actually a line taken from Baudrillard from his 
Simulacra and Simulation book. Secrets. Which is a dense read, let me tell you. Secrets. 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 Trivia. Okay, this is what I would say. I don't mind bathing whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> I know that makes me a crazy Spoken outlier. Spoken like a true clean man. <laughs> <laughs> I l- Have I told you lately how lovely you are? You could never tell me enough. I think you're very funny. Okay. And I feel like you always come with, like, bits and stuff. I come with bits. Like, I mess around and say jokes, but I feel like you have bits. Well, we... We have bits together, We I have know. riffs. Yeah. As they say in but the I comedy feel like, world. Yeah, I feel like you're very good at doing bits. Okay. I just wanted to say that. That was nice of I you. I to interrupt you and say that. You wanted to give me a... Surprise hand job yeah, on the podcast. Pretty much. Anyway, what were we saying? Um about I don't mind Oh yeah, bathing. And I will say this, I know <laughs> this is a controversial opinion, it seems like, whenever this gets brought up, but I much prefer baths to showers. Yeah. They fulfill very different functions and they play different roles for me. Showers are just a utilitarian, efficient very quick thing for me. I need to get out of the house in 10 minutes. I jump in the shower. I jump out the shower. Or like showering after sex. Yes. Yeah. It's very just you get it done and you're out. I don't really enjoy showers. I'll tell you, you, even with that, you rarely have them. I have them when I need to. Yeah, but I feel like it's like, because I said the showering after sex thing, but actually you mostly have a bath after sex. It, it's <laughs> only like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> Hi, Sam's mom. I hope you're enjoying She's not listening the podcast. Anymore. I told her she wasn't allowed to listen anymore. Oh, yeah, that's true. You banned her. I did ban She's her. She's banned. Yeah. Well, I didn't want to find my... I know I can say almost anything to my mom, in front of my mom. Like, I can say 99% of any and all things. But I just didn't want to ever be like, oh, I shouldn't... I shouldn't... I don't want to say that because yeah, my mom... Yeah, I get that. So I told her she has to stop listening. I'm safe because I don't think my mum knows how to download podcasts. Yeah. Continue. <laughs> We're talking about baths. So what's your function of the bath? The bath is relaxing and it's just, it's soothing and I enjoy soaking in hot, soapy, bubbly water. Yeah. You say the relaxing thing, but you do it like before you go out. Yeah. But I don't know, I, it just makes... I do it if I have time to do it. Yeah. I would like to be relaxed before I go out. Yeah, that's true. But sometimes you don't have that luxury. I also listen to stuff while I'm in the bath. Yeah, so you do. I either listen to podcasts or music. Sometimes, on rare occasion, I read in the bath. It's just, it's oh, yeah. relaxing. I, I mean, I don't know... You had a bath for like four hours. Because I was reading. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, we, and I just was... We, I always used to just like sit next to the bath. And gaze longingly. Yeah. Watch you as you read. Um, <laughs> My toes and fingers are so wrinkled. Uh, they're falling off. Every now and then we have to top you up with hot water because it gets cold. That's true. You just get cold like a little baby. Like a little baby boy. You have to test the bath temperature with your elbow. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, baths for me are like... There's two things. Usually... Nine times out of ten, if I'm having a bath, I'm really depressed. It's like a very, I don't, I can't explain it. Just lying in the bath, A, kind of helps, but also, 
there's this really like morbid kind of like this is gonna sound really dark and messed up i i'm afraid but like i don't know how to say it the tension is killing me yeah i don't know how to say it it feels like drowning yeah it like it's when you have like suicidal thoughts um it's really common for people to have suicidal thoughts but not necessarily plan and when i say people i meant people with depression um for not necessarily to plan suicide or actually legitimately think about killing themselves but just to have like thoughts of death and like you know and i feel like it's it's one it's it's a quick step away from suicide that sounds really messed up what i mean yeah does that make any sense but then i don't know why it would be good because there's something about lingering next to it that just is something that i a i don't know if you like want to do it but but it just feels better i don't know there's something very strange in it, and I really hope there's someone out there that knows what I mean. Okay. Because I feel like there's got to be. I don't think it's a me thing. I think it's like a... Is it like the clarity you get when you're standing on the the edge of a bridge? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, you don't always get that, but every now and then you'll be like lying in the bath with your head almost completely submerged. You know, when you just have your face out, but your head is like in... And you close your eyes for a minute and you just, like, think about, like, what could happen. And then you get up and you get out. That happens okay. sometimes. Um, is it, like, cathartic? Yeah, a little bit. Is but, it like reading the bow jar when you're sad? <laughs> yeah. It is very plafion. Yes, it is. To simulate proximity to suicide. Yeah. So, yeah. Baths also make me feel, which is weird since, I want to be clear, I'm not necessarily saying, like I'm not saying baths make me feel better. They don't. But sometimes you do get that kind of clarity. Uh, There's also that kind of like, I need to be clean, but because I'm depressed, I have absolutely no energy. So you run a bath for me and I just get in and that's it. That's all the work I do. (laughs) So there's that aspect to it i need to get clean and that's the only way i can get clean i could just have to get in it and either i just put stuff in there that will clean me or you will clean me and you know this is getting deep but yeah so moving on from that baths the reason why i don't like baths is because baths make me feel really heavy like i've soaked up all the water and i now just feel you know that like when you feel depressed or you don't feel well and your body hangs, it kind of like feels like just moving my arm is like effort. It's a lethargy. That's how the bath makes me feel, like I've taken on all the water. You're a cute little sea sponge. Yeah, I am a cute little sea sponge. And so the other reason to have a bath would be sometimes we have baths together which are nice and don't make me feel anything like what I've just described. They're really nice and comforting. And then there's the once in a blue moon where I'm like, oh, I want to use a, my bath bomb and like put some music on and like be good. Like, But that happens rarely. I'm like a quick and dirty shower girl who just wants to like get in, do as least as possible and get out. 
You do enjoy a good bath bomb, though. I do like bath bomb. They're nice. I don't like bubble baths. I don't know why. Um, so I used to just, like, put some shower gel in the bath. But with a bath bomb, it's all nice. I've also had, like, milk baths in the past. You're Cleopatra. I am Cleopatra. For this. For this, for this. They were nice. Okay. I, I get why you... Did I get too deep? No, I'm just saying you kind of hijacked my answer. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. just kidding. I would much prefer... I would much, much prefer to have a three-hour sleep each night because I would I would be happy to have that extra time. Yeah. You'd get more writing done. You could read more books. You could see more things. Yeah. You could exercise more. You could just do everything more. Yay. When you <laughs> <laughs> you sleep a long time. You sleep twelve hours. I only sleep about eight or nine. No, you sleep like nine or ten. Though. I knew you're such a contrarian. Sometimes you even sleep twelve. We sleep the same. Amount I sleep longer if I've exercised or stayed awake a long time. Yeah, but generally I sleep about nine hours. Mm. And even that feels like quite a lot when you think about a day is only 24 hours yeah. long. I would much rather be able to cl- reclaim some of that wasted time. Yeah, because it's not like I sleep 12 hours and then stay awake 20 hours. No, I sleep 12 hours and then sometimes only stay awake 12 hours. Sure. And I have had thoughts before of like, you're currently sleeping away half of your life. You're like bifurcating each day. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, lately, I mean, the last couple of nights, I have slept 12 hours, but apart, if they that hadn't happened, I would have said lately, I've been sleeping more like nine hours. But for a long time, I have slept 12 hours. It started when I started a new medication a couple of years ago, or like a year and a half ago. And medication like it does affect your sleep but also for me um medication it it zonks me it always just makes me sleep longer and yeah I do hate it sometimes but that's why I if I'm having fine days or good days I try to stay awake closer to like 16 or 18 hours so that it's you know because if I'm having a good day it's annoying when like 12 hours comes and I feel tired and I get that feeling of like I'm finally having a good day and now I have to go back to sleep and it's shit. It's a shit feeling. I get that. Today was a good day. I didn't even have to use my AK. Today was a good day. I didn't even have to sleep the day away. I don't know what just happened. <laughs> I I took on the soul of Ice Cube and I translated your... Are you saying that Ice Cube uses AKs? I think he claimed to once upon a time. Did he have a, a song where he says that? Sure. I think this is bad. How so? Don't talk about using AKs. Well, I might. Oh my God. Yeah, I don't know. I might slap the mag in. <laughs> <laughs> So you'd pick sleep. I'd probably pick shower at this point in time. You, uh, the only thing that weighs against it is... It's just so inviting not having... Wait, what's the shower thing? A shower once in the last seven days? Yeah. You know what? That's not that great because sometimes I only shower once in seven days. But that's I'm totally fine admitting that. Not good. Why don't... Don't shame me, <laughs> fucking cunt. 
And tick another checkbox <laughs> on your bingo. Look, yeah, I can't. I feel like that wasn't real because you wouldn't really in real life shame yeah, me for that. Uh, it was, and I feel like you need to retract. rescind. Rescind. You need to take that back, man. Argentina is not like the no, countryside of the world. You can't reveal this of yourself. You can't reveal this. <laughs> no of one could ever place that reference. They will. They will. They're going to Google it now, aren't they? And they're going to come up with. That came out so weird. They're going to Google it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping it in. Haters be damned. Don't at me, bro. You pulled it off. Okay. So my point is. No, my point is. Are you shaming me or no? No, it was jocular. Okay, we need to make that clear for the people. I love you and your stinkiness. <laughs> okay, my point was, I will say this. I do hate when you have a night of of nightmares and just bad, crappy, traumatizing dreams. You don't mean me, you. You just mean No, I mean you, the royal you. you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, was like, what? You hate me when I have nightmares? I'm confused. <laughs> Isn't my nightmare, like, bad enough? Sure. <laughs> that you have to hate me for going through it? I know. No, my point is when I go through that, I do wish... This is another thing that makes me want to side with the sleep option. I do wish I didn't have to go through 10 hours of that. Yeah. If I could only go through three hours of that, that would be much preferable. Lately, I've had several nights in a row where... You're, you're dreaming. I'm, I'm having, like, nightmares the whole night. Or what it seems like the whole night. And I'm like locked into them. And I can't wake up. You know when you like roll roll over and wake up as you roll over. Well every time I do that. I would be thinking to myself. Wake up now. Wake up from the nightmare. And I couldn't wake up. And sometimes that happens. And you have like woken up before me. I'll like get enough energy to call you. And then I'll just be like, I can't wake up. And you get me up, which is nice. Yeah. But I hate that. So, yeah, you're right. Like, it would be beneficial for that. And definitely now that I know that the shower is only for seven days, I'm siding with the sleep. You're such a a flip-flopper. You're a backtracker. No. It means I'm able to take the decision and change it. And I can change my mind. (laughs) And you're going to stop me from changing my mind. It was my decision. In the face of new facts, I revised my decision. Pretty much, which is what most people should do. That's very true. I have actually, I I don't know if this is rare, but I've woken myself up from bad dreams by thinking in the dream. I have that moment of lucid realization and self-awareness where... I notice I'm in a bad dream and I think to myself, I really, really want to wake up. Yeah, no, I don't think it's rare because I think that too. And then I wake up. Oh. That's like that kid in the Animatrix short who pulls himself out of the Matrix by just willing it. It's self-substantiation, okay? I don't know what that is, but I believe you and trust you and... Yeah. (laughs) I dropped these deep pull references for my fellow... Matrix nerds Matri- out there. Matrixians. Matrix. Matrixians. Yeah. Sounds a bit like the Merovingian. That's another deep pool reference. I'm on fucking fire. <laughs> that must have just destroyed the mic. That was so cute. That's going to have peaked, oh, okay? Well. Oh, well. It might not even be usable. Okay, what were you going to say? so cute. Um, 
Yeah, I don't think it's rare that you know you're in the nightmare and want to wake yourself up. It might be rare that you can actually wake yourself up. I can't always wake myself up. Like I said, those nights in particular, it's like I can't get myself to be properly awake. Yeah, I can't always do it, but sometimes I can. Yeah. Okay, let's go on to the next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my go. Number the next. Number the next. Okay, would you rather give up access to the internet or give up access to motor vehicles? Does motor vehicles also mean aeroplanes? I think in the context of this question, it means cars, but I guess it also means... I, I technically. Let's say all modes of transportation. Oh, oh. That makes it a lot more interesting. If it was just cars, that's a no-brainer. Yeah, because we don't hardly... I, I say we're hardly in cars, but we get a lot of taxis. <laughs> sure. Well, we don't drive. That's what you yeah. mean. But if it's all vehicles, that basically means you can't get across the ocean. Yeah, you can't go So anywhere. you can't travel. Or you can only travel inside your own country. Now, if you're an American, that's fine, relatively fine, because America is such a big, diverse country. But if you're British... You've only got... Yeah, we're stuck on this island. Sure. Yeah. And it's not that big and it's not that different. So taking that into consideration. You've got to weigh it up against the fact that we don't travel that much anyway. But I want to. I know and you I, want to, yeah. I relish having the possibility of travel. <laughs> but do you relish having the possibility of something to fucking do all day? Like think about how much mm. we use the internet. This is very true. This is very true. I feel like we really do use it from, apart from the times that like, because even sometimes when you're doing something that's not necessarily internet central, you're still kind of using the internet of course. sometimes. When like, I play online video games, that's the internet. Yeah. Because like I said, like I listen to music while I cook. So me and you are doing something together and I'm cooking and we're going to have a nice meal but we're still using the internet while we do it. You're using Spotify. Yeah. Sometimes the ad version of Spotify. Look. Inexplicably. You have to do what you have to do. When an ad comes on during a good string of music, I want to fling the iPad out the window like a Frisbee. I'm going to tell this story and you can tell me whether I can tell the story or not. It's not even a story. We were having sex the other day and music was playing, as you do. And just as we finished having sex, the ad came on. <laughs> and I thought in my brain, because it didn't have the music on super loud. It was just like ambient like noise. But I heard the, it was very distinct. <laughs> and I was just like, that was such perfect timing. It was, it, it was, to be fair, after we had finished. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But it we were wasn't, still lying in bed. It wasn't timed for the mutual climax, <laughs> is what I'm saying. <laughs> That would have been particularly unceremonious. Yeah. yeah, that was very irritating. But now I have I have premium again. So. Now you're you've ascended out of the yeah. the proletariat. You have become you have become a Spotify upper crust. I was going to say I've become a Spotify madam. That just like popped into my head. Is Spotify the name of your I brothel? I was like, I don't know what that means in this context. <laughs> okay, um, I think. On balance, I have to keep the internet and say goodbye to the rest of the world. You know why? Because people can come to me. Uh, oh, yeah. So that's something. I didn't think about it like that. 
Can you get across the ocean in a boat that had... Yeah, of course. You can get across the ocean on a on a sailboat. Something that doesn't have a... I think it's dangerous. Of course it would be dangerous. So I could, I could, if I was willing to risk my life, get a... You know... Because look at old galleons. They're just big wooden tubs with sails. So it must be possible. Yeah. And like you said, people could come to you. I didn't think about it like that. So I think I would save the internet. You would save the internet? I would save it for myself. (laughs) I would be its savior, its messiah. I would go with that too. Um, How upset would you be about not being able to travel? I think I would because I, there were obviously like, I love going to London and I really want to go to America. Sure. So not only do that, but I want to go to lots of different places in America. So that would really, really suck. Obviously I could get to London. It says motor vehicles because you still use a bike. Of course. So I could cycle You're gonna to, cycle London, to in, London in parts. No. You could cycle for several hours a day and stay in hotels. I suppose. I wonder how long it would take to cycle. Well, it depends how fast you're going. I'm going to see what Google says. There's no Googling. Why? Put your phone down right now. <sighs> Before there's hard, hard spanks. Smash the patriarchy. Smash it. I mean, we're trying to. You ain't trying to do shit. If AOC gets her way, not only will there be no cars and planes, hashtag MAGA, hashtag Trump 2020, but there will also be no men. You're mixing shit. The Green New Deal abolishes men. That's what I heard on Fox News. Okay. You know, the thing is, you'd save the internet for yourself and then you'd be sitting there, as we often do, and something would be failing to load or a page would... Your connection would drop out and you'd be thinking, this is what I gave up the rest of yeah, the world for. I gave for, up New York for this. <laughs> for my YouTube video to buffer for 30 seconds. Yeah, because there's also the fact that it's not like we have the money to go to all these places right now. So we're not giving it up in the strictest sense. Sure, you're giving up the possibility. Yeah. Okay, is it okay, me next? You, 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 give me, give me, give me. Would you rather have $10 million, no strings attached, or be able to restart your life at age five with all the knowledge you have today? $10 million. What the fuck? Oh, okay. We're on completely different paths. Why do you want to restart your life? Because I would have all the knowledge that I have today. You have this. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, that was like... We need to... I was trigger happy. <laughs> okay. Here's your $10 million. It's too late. So I could make much more. No, that's what we need to figure out. Are we going back in time or are we just transforming? How does it say it? That's read... how it says it. No, read it to me again. I need to hear Restart it. your life at age five with all the knowledge you have today. I think to make it fair, because like you said, otherwise you could just know the lottery numbers for 1999 you'd have to restart it right now you'd have to restart it right now to so make you'd it be fair. five now i think i would definitely definitely do that so what how would the knowledge come in handy well for beyond just the knowledge you have to realize you're extending your life by 25 or 30 years 
Yeah. That's worth $10 million to me. Or, yeah, I see what you mean, but um, growing up sucks. It does, but if you know what you know now, I feel like you could avoid a lot of the pitfalls and a lot of the bullshit. Yeah. The other thing is you'd get to re-experience your physical youth. Like when you, <laughs> you know what I mean. You said that in such a weird way. Well, you are ninety nine. I know you want to. Fuck you. <laughs> you want to be a young. You know gun. what? If you want me to brush your balls, this is how you go about it. <laughs> Fuck it. I... You're almost thirty. Uh, no, I'm not. Yes, you are. Okay, so if I owe you You're 30... closer to thirty than you are twenty. <laughs> if I so owe you, suck on if it. I owe you thirty thousand dollars and I say here's twenty six, is that nearly enough? It is nearly enough compared to 20, which is only two-thirds. Okay, so that's what I'll say to you when you're my debtor. Look, stop trying to change the subject. Stop trying to bamboozle you me with logic and maths. You are almost 30. No, I'm not. Yes, you are, because you're closer to 30 than you are 20. So that's not what almost means. I don't give a fucking shit. <laughs> Saying you're almost 30 hurts your feelings, and you just hurt my feelings. <laughs> I've poked the bear. Oh no, my face has been ripped I off. I am a bear and I will rip you to shreds. Are you a chubby bear femme? I'm that little... Yeah. Yeah. I'm that little bear that we saw in that video yesterday. Oh, that was so that cute. That climbed up the tree. I was saying to you, when you see those videos of a cute little bear cub coming up to someone's backyard, it's cute, but you've also got to remember that the mama bear is somewhere close by. Yeah. I don't and know we'll actually called. rip your intestines out. <laughs> and then eat them. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I think despite growing up being shit and like having to constantly do it again to get an extended life, now that I think about it, despite all the knowledge and stuff, forget all that, the scariest thing to me is death. So I would constantly be restarting. Okay. Once I got to like... You only get to do it once. Why? Of course you only get to do it, it once. It doesn't say you only get to do it once. No, that's that's just an obvious stipulation to oh, make it okay. fair. Otherwise you'd be oh, immortal. Oh, you can only do it once? Yes. Otherwise you'd be gaining immortality. I think I'd still do it because essentially you'd get a double life. If you did it at like 70. Oh, you think you get to choose when yeah, you... Yeah, that's yeah, That's interesting. So you get to live out a full if life. If I only got to do it now, I'd only gain 25 years. That's a lot. 30 years. That's a quarter of a, a long life. Yeah. But the first 15 of them are shit. No, not necessarily. They are. You have no control over anything. Yeah, that's true. As a five-year-old, that's true. From the age of like five to 16 or whatever, or really five to like 18 or five to 20 is like crap. You have to do whatever your parents say. Not only that, but like you have to live in whatever shit situation you may have come from. And in my case, it was a bit shit. And there were like situations that I don't want to have to do again because it would be horrible. But you don't have to do them again. You're five years old right now. But you have to do them again. Oh. I'd have to look after Who you. Would my <laughs> which would not be fun. You would. I don't know how to look after It'd children. It'd be like some kind of Jacob and Renesme fucking real life Ugh. strangeness. Borderline pedophilia. Yeah, because yeah. you'd have to just love me as a father until the age of 18 and when you couldn't have sex with me. Well, you do call me daddy already. 
In your wildest dreams. That I'm trying to wake up from. <laughs> <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is a back and forth volley yeah. of a riff. Um, yeah, if I could choose when, I would say it. But if I had to do it now, I don't think I'd do it. I would definitely do it now. You're only 26. I don't care. You'd go through the ages of 5 to 16 again just to get nine years. What? 10 years. <laughs> 12 years? <laughs> no, you'd only get 10 years. No, I wouldn't. I'd get 20. Who gives a fucking shit about the ages of 5 to fucking 15? Do you have an I amazing do. 5 to 15 year no, life? No, but I think it might be more interesting. What did you do? <laughs> Nothing. Just like most 5 to 15 year olds. You were a snot-nosed little shit, weren't you? Like. But don't you think it would be more interesting? It'd almost be like a science experiment. You would get to f- re-experience what it was like to be a child as someone who knows what it's like to be an adult. No. Do you not see how mind-blowing that is? I don't care. Being a kid sucks. <sighs> Being a kid who thinks they know shit because they've been able to reset their life, no one is going to listen to you still, and no one is going to believe you, and it will just be shit. You'll have all this knowledge, but you won't be able to do anything because you'll be a fucking five-year-old. That's not true. In fact, you could probably become famous by just (laughs) telling... Imagine if a five-year-old told you in detail the whole plot of Atlas Shrugged. That's the most amazing thing that you could come up with. (laughs) What the fuck? That's how you know I'm a brainwashed objectivist. (sighs) You know what I mean? I don't like how I've come across in the last 10 minutes. (laughs) Sometimes when I'm trying to get my point across, I'm very, like, forceful. Sure. In my tone, and I don't like it. That's because you're a professional dumb in real life. Pretty much. much, You know what I mean? Imagine a five-year-old telling you things that a five-year-old First of all, a five-year-old can barely speak coherently. So if a five-year-old... That's not true. Yes, of course it is. Have you heard a five-year-old speak? I think you've been around not great five-year-olds. Do they sound like Sam Harris? Obviously not, because most people don't sound like Sam Harris. That's very true. But... He's an eloquent motherfucker. Five-year-olds can speak. Of course they can. But they can't discourse to you at length about a complex, difficult subject. No, they can't, but... So my point Look, is that's not appealing. But you to could me. become famous and probably get a decent amount of money. Do you want to become famous? Oh, you're just such a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> do you see what I have to put up with? Do you, s- do you see why I bust his balls? Do you see this emotional abuse? Because he's a cunt to me. A stop cunt. that. You stop that now. No. That's the strongest muscle I've said cunt in four the world. Times now. It's a strong, powerful thing that doesn't deserve to be defamed. I haven't defamed it. Well, you called me it, and I'm the worst thing in the world, apparently. No, that's not what cunt means. So that's moral equivalent. Let's not get into that discussion, okay, because it's complex. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Let's move on. Americans think it's not complex. Well, I'm not American, so what do you want? (laughs) Um, Okay, is it my question I have a really silly one. No, it's my question. Oh. No, it's my question. Look at me trying to steal all the questions. Steal. Just like a man. I have a silly one, which I don't know if I should... I should use, I should do, because... Does it involve poop? No. I have to say, though, when looking for some of these, they were honestly 90% either about poo or, like, incest. Sure. It's like, would you rather have sex with your mum or your dad? 
Would you rather, like, I saw one where it was like, your mum and your girlfriend did Freaky Friday, you know, like where they switch bodies, and in order to switch them back, you have to have sex with one of them. Which one do you have sex with? <laughs> Which is kind of funny. That's a moral but, conundrum. Yeah. Let's do it. Which one? No, thank you. <laughs> no, no. No, no. Don't you fucking steal that. No, no. You've been trying, but it's not working. <laughs> you don't do it right. Well, um, I, I have tried. Tra- I, I don't do it right. I don't think we can say this one. Okay. I've trademarked it. No, you haven't. We should also say the reason why that probably came up, those two topics, is because we stole these questions from Reddit. Yeah, we did. We always steal the questions and stuff from And Reddit. you know what Reddit users are like, don't you? No, that's mean. These juvenile simpletons. I take it back. On their subreddits. I don't know what I'm saying. Um, Again, this is a silly one, but also horrifying. I thought you were almost going to say hot. So this is silly, but it's really hot and saucy (laughs) and lewd and raunchy and salacious. It's just terrifying. Would you rather have a world that have spiders with long abdomens and they slither like snakes... Or snakes that are small and build webs inside your house? Fuck you <laughs> for this question. <laughs> and second of all, snakes, because I'm not afraid of snakes. But the snakes are small like spiders, so they're insects. You're not really scared of like all insects, though. You're just scared of spiders. Pretty much. And don't like flies. But like... I'm- I don't like them in that I want to hit them and yeah, kill them. Yeah, but you're not scared. Of them, I don't, really. I'm not afraid of them. Whereas I am scared of all insects. So <laughs> Are you scared of butterflies? A bit. Oh, you're such a wussy. I want to love them, but they're really just colourful moths. <laughs> I don't really know what to tell you. What about This wasn't really a real one, so let's do a better one. Praying mantises. One. No, thank you. They're interesting. <coughs> okay. Wait, what was your answer? No, I can't answer. That's why I'm I'm not giving it. Wow. I just want to say it. What's good enough for thee isn't good enough for me, huh? Pretty much. Okay. Like I was forced to give an answer to this stupid question. Oh, this one's horrible. I don't know why I screamed like this one. And then you just backed out and evaded. You I'm ran backing away. out of this one. Okay. I don't know why I screenshot that one. Um, okay. Give us the goods, woman. No. Uh, would you rather... This is telling. Would you rather be surrounded by people who brag all the time or people who complain all the time? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. It's telling is what it is. It's basically what annoys you more. I think... If I, bragging I would... annoys you, though, you're a piece of shit. What? Oh, wow. Hot take from Samantha. If people... Because bragging is honestly just people saying good stuff about themselves. And I don't understand this weird fucking thing that, like, most people have where if someone likes themselves, it's, like, bad. It's a turn-off. It's like if someone wants to self-promote or someone wants to take a selfie of themselves or someone wants to, like, boast about how much money they have, it only bothers you if you're jealous. Okay, so I understand you're taking the kind of self-love angle of you should be able to be happy about the things about yourself that you like. And I get that. But you do realize brag encompasses everything. So it encompasses the frat bro saying, yo, dude, I banged five chicks at the bar last night. Okay. Is that is that good? 
Well, is that fine? Is that legitimate? I feel like it's really annoying when people just constantly complain. But there's a lot to complain about, to be fair. Exactly. So imagine if someone can only complain. Everyone at all times can only complain. I think I would prefer complaining than of bragging. Co- yeah, of course you would. You, don't look at me it's with telling. with judgment. Well, I do, and I am, and you, and you are. You've been judged. <laughs> I'm judged dread. I'd rather be by surrounded with people who brag. Okay, but that's because you're taking this rose-coloured glasses approach to it. I don't really it. get jealous of people. I'm not saying it's because I'm, I'm really going to get jealous. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> no, I obviously do. I I envy things. But that's not why I would dislike the bragging. I would dislike it because it's obnoxious. And complaining is not obnoxious. No, of course it is. But I'm picking the lesser of two evils. All right. You're so put out by the I fact. You, I thought you were better than this. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> wow! How sanctimonious. Well. I am the only me that I am. That's very true. Scientifically proven. Pretty much. Okay, give me one. Okay. Here's an here's a on the nose one that I feel everyone must have said at some point or some variation of. In a zombie apocalypse. Oh gosh. Dot dot dot. Which just tells you the type of the caliber of question this is. Would you rather have one weapon of your choice that never breaks and has unlimited ammo or one vehicle of your choice that needs no maintenance and has unlimited fuel? So really it's, would you rather be able to get anywhere you want or to be able to defend yourself? I think a vehicle. Okay. Because zombies can't get in your car. They can if they trap you. Yeah, obviously if there's enough of them, they can pile on and your car, like your windows will break and stuff. But if it doesn't need any maintenance and it's never going to like run out of petrol or whatever, then I... Does it say that? Yeah, it's unlimited fuel. Then I think a car. Because the only way to survive... You, you can have a weapon, but you're not going to survive if you've run out of food. Right, but isn't defending yourself more important than getting places? You can kill people with your car. But you can't kill all zombies with your car. Well, you can't kill all zombies with your fucking knife or whatever or your gun <laughs> because... <laughs> it would be very funny to pick knife as because... the answer to this question. <laughs> a knife that has unlimited ammo. Because at points in, say, for instance, The Walking Dead, there are times when there are hordes of zombies, as in, like, hundreds of them. Okay. And so, if you just have, like, a gun and there's only one of you, no. Okay, here's what I would say. What if you have a, you find a compound for yourself and then you could mount on the roof a minigun that has unlimited ammo? That uh, way you could okay. basically just mow down and every morning you could get up and you're, after you have your coffee and your shower. And what if there's hordes coming from all four sides? It could be time? on a conveyor belt, okay? No. I think we've seen that a car is better. We've seen through the, yeah. <laughs> the flaws you in your logic. You've proved to me that a car is better. I wouldn't have a car. A car's a terrible or choice. Or a tank or whatever then. A tank is much better. There is better, a tank at one point in the world. But you can't day. fire it. No, I think the idea is that because the military obviously came in at some point and then... Rick is getting surrounded and there's a tank. That's so he gets in the tank. I feel like if I want to put on my 
Dr. Loophole hat. Maybe you'd go for something like a boat or a blimp. Because then you'd never have to be on the ground. But how would you survive in the blimp? If the blimp is big enough, maybe you could grow food. Blimps don't... They're not, like, big, though, are they? Aren't they just, like... Well, if it's just you, you only need a certain amount of surface area to grow vegetables. Although, they, how would you give them... Although, you would you could use sun lamps. I, I suppose the problem is you would run out of resources eventually. I don't know. I think there's problems with both. Because if you did pick, like, a boat... I mean, they show in Fear the Walking Dead why a boat might be a problem. Like, because there's zombie sharks. No, but there's people. People will come and steal your shit eventually, no matter okay. where you are. Not if you're in the middle of the ocean. Yes, because there'll be other boats. Do you know how big the ocean is? Okay, we'd have to go to like a crazy place. International waters. You've only one other boat has only got to come up and try to fuck you up, and you've got no weapons because you chose a boat. That doesn't mean you can't have weapons. It just means they don't have unlimited ammo. That's true. <laughs> Oh, then I'd definitely pick a car. No, why? I would pick a... I think boat, because then you could fish. I think a boat with unlimited fuel and no need to maintain it, it can never break. That's probably the best choice. No zombies. Or a plane. You can have as much food as you want from the sea. Not a plane. Because on a boat, if you had like a yacht, you could... On that outdoor areas, you could like... Plant grass and like have vegetables. And It'd stuff. have to be a big. St- yeah, those big ass yachts where they have those <laughs> massive outdoor parts. You want like a billionaire super yacht? Well, if I'm picking, I'm not going to pick like a fucking tiny six man boat. You I? want a cruise liner? <laughs> yes. A city on the sea. I want a Titanic. But you want a works. reverse rapture? It sounds like. Sure. You want a city above the waves? Yes. The man in Zombieville said, give me your brains. Is that from something? I'm kind of making a play on the famous speech that Andrew Ryan gives you at the start of Bioshock when you're going down to the city in the bathysphere. Bioshock was a good game to watch. From a distance? Yeah. Okay, I get that. It is very... It was pretty. Cinematic and story-driven and visually fascinating. Okay, so it's your question now. Did, no, you. I just asked you. No. Oh. Why do we get Why so confused? Why do we do that? I don't know. Why does it matter? We should never have taken those tequila shots. <laughs> Why is tequila the only shot you take and then suck on a fruit? It was you. This question is not mine. Oh, you're very me. confused. I am. What question did you ask me? Don't forget about my. No, just now. Forget about so my question. Speak about tequilas. <laughs> <laughs> my God, woman! I need to add some more sticks of ram into you. Yeah. Okay. Which was that? That sounded oddly aggressively sexual. Now that I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> what did you call them? Sticks. Ram st- sticks of ram. <laughs> I'm going to shove some ram sticks in you. <laughs> Okay, would you rather never be able to wear clothes or always have itchy allergy eyes? Oh, I thought you were going to steal one of my questions. Oh. Okay, 
As someone who has allergies... Do you get itchy eyes? Some Not itchy, but your eyes, you so can nervous. feel that... How do you so... <laughs> So rude. <laughs> what is he just trying to wind you up now? I love you. What if I explode? I hate it when you get allergies and you're just sneezing and sneezing and sneezing. I feel so bad. I'll sneeze you. ten times in a row yeah, sometimes. You do. And I have allergies to pollen, which is a real bitch. And then I have allergies to cat hair. Which is also a real bitch. Because I have a fucking cat. That that's a bit problematic. You're such a good cat papa. I am. I bear it. I sacrifice that. Cuz you still that. like stroke him and he sleeps on you and stuff. I just try he's he do, when you're lying down, he has this thing where he likes to come and rub against your face. And I, he flicks his tail in your I face. I have to him. stop him from doing that. I get cat allergies even when he's nowhere near my face. So if he rubs <laughs> against my face, I think I would go into anaphylactic shock. Don't say that. I don't like it. Touch wood. Touch wood. Don't bring it into existence. Yeah. Okay. I think I would obviously rather have itchy allergy eyes. All the time? Yes. But. What? Which would you, would you prefer? That sentence was mangled. <laughs> Having itchy eyes, though, I feel like it would drive you mad. They'd be itchy all the time. When you're trying to read, write, watch stuff. When you're trying to sleep. I really do think you would go insane. Whereas, like, there might be loopholes to the clothes thing. They only say clothes. They don't say you can't put a bin bag on. Or, like, <laughs> oh, wear, I didn't think about that. Wear a potato sack. <laughs> or, like, cover yourself in blankets. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Like, they didn't there say might be, you, you couldn't body paint your nipples and genitals. Yes, you could body paint yourself to look, make it look like you have clothes on. And plus, since we don't go out that much anyway, I feel like it's kind of like the internet and travel one. You have to think about what you do more. You use your eyes all the time. That's true. I think I'd pick the I'd rather have no clothes. See, I'm hesitant to answer in too much detail because this steps on one of my later questions. Oh, okay. Which That's I, fine. We can move on. Which I think poses this dilemma in a much more forceful and oh, clear-cut okay. so way. Oh, your question's better? My questions are always better, and I didn't even write any of them. That's not true. I came up with you one did or, write some of them. I came up with one or two of these. Okay, next question. Would you rather have a list of everyone who has ever been attracted to you, even secretly, or everyone who has ever hated you? Ever hated me. Because, A, I've had a lot of boyfriends and girlfriends, so I don't really feel like I need to know. But also... I am with you and in love, so it doesn't benefit me anyway knowing that, like, 10 years ago a person fancied me. But the list of people who hate you could include people that hate you now that you know. That's true. And therefore... So you're thinking of it as kind of useful... Yeah. ...strategic data? And also it could explain some things. Like, for instance, like, when people didn't like me, I I feel like I really don't understand why people didn't like me. Well, you don't get the reason why they hated you. I know, but that's just one facet of it. Other things is that, like, some people 
act weird or do certain things. And I feel like if it now was revealed that it's because they hated me, it would make more sense. That's, I get that. I just don't think I care that much about who hated me. I don't care that much about who liked me. I don't, I'm not really that curious about either, I have to say. But I'm more curious about who has been attracted to me and I didn't know it. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's always kind of going to be fun. That's that's my point. It's yeah. It's a little boost of ego, essentially. Whereas finding out how many people have secretly hated you is just depressing. I mean, I don't care either way. They can hate me or they can not hate me. I can move I on with my mean. life. But this I'd is... rather have the happy knowledge than... Yeah. The dour knowledge. But what if it made you regret things? It's not ever going to make me regret things because I'm with the perfect person for me. Oh, that's nice. My side piece, Janine. Why well, definitely ruin it? Because <laughs> I'm 26 and a boy, okay? That's what we do. We ruin things. That's true. Fuck you all. Hashtag all men. Hashtag burn all men. Pretty much. Put the pa- <laughs> put the patriarchy on a bonfire. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah, this one split pretty fifty fifty for me. It could like it would depend on my mood. If I if, yeah, <laughs> my chair is squeaking is a lot. Squeaking. <laughs> if I'm in like a particular mood, I might be like, yeah, tell me who liked me or like. Tell me, tell me who fucking hated me. Do you know what I mean? Like, this one's pretty 50-50 for me. What about you? I feel like when I was at school, thinking about who might be into me was something I f- was, it, I thought about it a lot. Yeah. And it would, it would be kind of interesting to see if anyone did. I have a, a sneaking suspicion that no one did, but it would be cool to find out the country. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. I mean, it's always nice to like know what the deal was. And there are definitely, I feel like everyone's definitely had people where they're like totally like loved someone and wanted to know, like didn't do anything about it because they really didn't think the other person would like them. But in the end, really just didn't know whether they liked them or not. Yeah, you always want to know whether your clandestine crush is actually yeah. reciprocated. And you, like, convince yourself sometimes. She looked at me a certain way. That means she loves me. Yeah, but it's, like, most of the time totally made up in your head. And see, that's why this option would be more kind of harmless fun. Because finding out that someone was into you in high school is just kind of a fun little fact. Yeah, because you'd be like, oh. But finding out 10 people you thought liked you actually hated your guts, that just ruins your whole month. You're right then, I guess. I side with optimism, okay? (laughs) Okay, is the next question? Yeah, it's me. Oh, yeah, that's true. I I don't know why we We have... We keep doing it, I don't know what's We're not good at this. That could have been the name of our podcast. We're not good at this. <laughs> yeah. And our faces on the the podcast art are just sad. Sad. Yeah. We're trying to get better, but it's hard. 
Okay, we've sort of talked about this before, but I'm going to talk about it again. <laughs> Would you rather live in America but can only live somewhere in California or live here for the rest of your life? This is one you came up with. Yeah. Clearly. Because oh, we've actually talked about this That's what I just said. particular question. I would I would live in California. I don't The reason why oh I feel like we need to explain a little bit why that's such a like possible hard question. Not really, but because we really want to go to America and like live in New York. But we don't want to live somewhere hot because we hate the heat, like can't stand the heat, can't live in the heat, it's horrid. <laughs> <laughs> but I have said to you in the past, like if we had the chance to just like go on a trip to America, but it was in California, would you go or would you say no because it's hot? Because like for me, like I said earlier, there are lots of places I want to see. I don't just want to go to big cities. Obviously, there's big cities in California. Um, but it's not necessarily what you think of when you think of California. But yeah. I don't, I think I would strongly dislike living in california for the climate but i think i would much prefer to live anywhere in america than anywhere what within reason yeah not talking about some crappy little 400 person town in mississippi i would never live in texas sure don't mess with texas they have strange laws don't forget the alamo you know, sex toys are still technically illegal in Texas. They are? Yeah. It's an unenforced rule that's still on the books, which gives you a sense of how long it's taken Texas and the rest of the southern states to reach the the new millennium, shall we say. <laughs> so, yeah, I would rather... Just being able to live in the US is more valuable than how much I would dislike living somewhere hot and humid and just sunny. Let me add a quick little... Also, it's not like I hate California. I'm sure I would enjoy seeing the sights and being in a big built-up city like that. I just have no particular... It doesn't have any connection to me. I don't have any longing to go there. Considering you just said that living in America is, like, more valuable to stuff. More valuable to stuff, you know what I mean? Would you rather live in California or London? London. Yeah. Okay. Good what about you? Um, London. But what about the general question? Oh. Yeah, California. Okay. Because, duh. I guess with I, air conditioning. Yeah. I don't really, I don't like hot places either, but I think eventually you would acclimatize. Sure. And, um, yeah, so you would adjust to things eventually. And like you said, we could travel to all the other places we wanted to go. I don't think, I think the question. No, it just says live. I made it up. It just says live. <laughs> I'm the god travel. of this question. To places you can't like move to other right. places, but okay. you can travel to the yeah, places. Yeah, given that, then it's a no-brainer. <clears throat> I was assuming you have to stay in California. Um, yeah. just think we'd have to wear sun tan lotion every day. 
Yeah. That sucks. That does suck. Well, no, because we don't go out every day. But yeah, That's true. I know what you mean. And also, I'm very, very pale. We could just like... I would burn so easily. You would. You could just wear a hat, get... We'd have to learn to drive. That's another problem. Sure. If we lived in... I don't want to learn to drive. We just Uber. No. It would suck. Also, you'd get to see Steph all the time. I would. That isn't obviously... That's a big bonus that's yeah, a pro that is a bo- i never thought about that for some reason the cons are basically just the about... heat because <clears throat> there's nothing else i it's not like i hate the culture of los angeles yeah no yeah i would definitely pick california because it's better than here and also steph but then the california or london i would pick london okay because London is my dream. <laughs> sure. So, yeah. So, do you want to give me one? I have a quick one if you want to do a quick one. I've got... We have to go... We have to keep to the all right, order. All right, all right, Okay. Right. Otherwise, the listeners are going to be outraged. Sure. They're going to come to our house with pitchforks and torches. That's horrible. It is. But that's what we're courting when we deviate from the back and forth sequential order. Okay, give me the question. Would you rather fight a normal-sized lion... Or 50 bunny-sized lions? You love these questions. You're always asking me questions like this. Listener, I've got to tell you, what Samantha just said doesn't even have a scintilla of truth to it. It's not even slightly correct. You used to ask me this all the time. This is not... You're thinking of um, some kind of side boyfriend. No, I'm not. You did used to ask me this all the time. Your hot side piece. So telling me again, a big lion? Would you rather fight a normal-sized lion or 50 bunny size lion oh so it's not even a giant size lion it's just a normal lion a normal size lion will fuck you up is it that lion from that fucking vr video <laughs> you want to want you want to get revenge on it don't you i do so 50 bunny sized lions you can you could just kick them but there's 50 and they have the teeth of a lion but just but they're it. tiny okay but when rudy bites you does it hurt yes it does okay but when a lion bites you it's, it's gonna hurt even more but not if it's the side okay it's always gonna hurt when something bites you let's a agree bunny on that. is not that much smaller than rudy it okay still answer the question woman i think stop quibbling over semantics i can't I believe you're weapons? thinking about this do i have weapons you have a melee weapon of your choice, let's say. I think a, a big lion. I mean, a regular lion. This is bewildering. Because you're not going to... If you if you couldn't fight them... Let's, just, let's begin. If you couldn't fight them and you tried to outrun the 50 bunnies, 50 lion-shaped bunnies or whatever, you couldn't. Like, even if you got rid of some of them, there'd still be, like, 25 of them left. And they'd be running after you at lion speed. If you tried to stay and fight, there's 50. Not, like, 10 or 20. (laughs) 50. Okay. So you might, like, be able to get, like, a handful of them. But by that time, one has got your throat and one has got your ankle. And, like, they've fucking slice the back of your ankle so you can't move and they've slit the achilles yeah they've eaten you they've eaten your throat they're currently trying to eat your eyes and yeah so whereas a big one you've only got to get that like one or two shot and then you've got it (laughs) so i think a big one easier said than done 
You think the little ones? Of course, you? I think you're the obsessed ones. with this idea that you could just like bat them all away. They're not flies <laughs> or butterflies. They are lions. Even though they're bully sized, they are lions. Could you fight 50 cats? Yes. I don't think of so. Of course I could fight 50 cats. You're insane. I mean, I'm not saying I'm guaranteed to win, but I've got an okay chance to win. You're not going to. Well, maybe cats because they're probably not going to go for your throat. Picture this. But I have my weapon of choice would probably be, I guess, a, a metal baseball bat, maybe. Or a, With a lion? Or a machete. You want a slice. I want something long. Because bats aren't necessarily going to hurt like hurt them for much longer. It might just stun the them. The problem is a, a bladed weapon could get stuck in one of them. Not if you quickly do in the slice, you know. The sli- the, I like how you did a little slice and dice motion. Yeah. Like you were quartering some celery. Whereas if I had like a big sword... The lion can't get close enough to me before the sword gets in it. That's not tr- even you know I mean? slightly true. You just stick out the sword and it goes on it. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. That's not how it The works. lion just r- impales That's itself. That's like wishful thinking. What I, w- I would run around the room, which me- which means the little. You ain't running anywhere. They're getting your Achilles and they're slicing. No, they're not. Well, they might. They are. They're biting at them because they're bunny size. Okay, but I'll wear boots so they have a hard time getting no, through. No boots. Barefoot. <laughs> you have to be home. naked. I mean, they come over your home and then 50 fucking lions come <laughs> Okay, if I had, let's say, a sword, a light sword, like a katana, I would just run around and pick them off as they come at me. But with a lion, there's no keeping it at bay. It's just going to pounce at you and then it's going to yeah. be on top of you. Whereas you got to think think about a bunny. A bunny is this big. No, you're thinking of a baby bunny. Oh, God. Bunnies are not that small. I've never wanted to you throw can, a lion at you more than right now. You can obviously get small bunnies, but rabbits are like two-thirds the size of Rudy. They're not that tiny. Okay, that's how big I just made a hand gesture to show. No, it wasn't. Oh, man. Okay, I'm Maybe bringing you're up this bringing podcast me, in our divorce hearing. You might be bringing me around to the babies, though, because that idea that the lion could just be on you and you can't do anything, it's, you're gonna. You have one chance. Yeah. If you don't hit it or slice it or kid it in that one chance, also, you're dead. bunny-sized lions can't pounce at your throat. How are they going to get to your throat? They're sure. going to climb up you. Well, they could, they could maybe do it. They could dig their claws but in. But if you could get to a height... Yeah, if you could stand on... Then baby bunny fucking lions can't get you. Well, they're eventually going to find a way up there. But by then you might have, like, made a bomb that, This is my point. My point is you've got more time to yeah. do stuff. Either way, you're not going to emerge unscathed. Even against the bunny-sized lions, they're going to claw you up and you're going to come away. Yeah, I think the bunny-sized ones are... But I think you just have more of a chance because they're small. I feel like we spent more time on this one <laughs> than some of the other ones. We'll get into the hard issues yeah. facing America today. Okay. Okay. I feel like based on what we talked about earlier, I might know the answer to this. But since you don't really like love any of it, I feel like that's why it might be a good question. This is cryptic. Would you rather never be able to listen to music again? Or watch movies and shows again. Movies and shows are one. Yeah, because you're... I say they're one because 
you value each the same and you don't watch that many of either. Okay. So, yeah. I'd much rather not be able to listen to music. That's a no-brainer for me. Oh, okay. I thought it would be a bit more... No. I don't know if I can pick. I'll tell you why. Because the majority of my time is spent watching stuff. Music is obviously very important to me. It nourishes your soul. Yeah, it does. When I haven't listened to music for a while and then I put music on, it makes me feel really fucking good. And when you're in certain moods, the only thing that helps is, like, music. And you can be in, like, a rut of, like, not having anything to watch, but it's rare that you're in, like, a music rut because there's always going to be new music that you can get into, whereas there's not necessarily always new movies and new shows that you can get into because if you're in a rut, it's, like, nothing interests you. However... If I gave up music and I still watched movies and TV shows, I could hear music in the movies sure. and TV shows. And I I have discovered, like, probably a third of my music from TV shows and movies. So I could just go back and rewatch those shows and hear those songs again. But obviously it's not the same. Think, so I don't know, it'd be really hard. If you wanted to listen to a new song, say, could you track down a TV show that's featured it? Yeah, because especially if it's mainstream, like, it's really big, there will be something that has featured it. Well, not always, obviously, but you know what I mean? I don't know. I think me... Ah, oh, it's hard. I can't choose. I think... It's like Joey when he's like, Food, sex, food, sex. That's what it's like for me. They're, pr- I think, for different reasons, they're pretty split down the middle. And I only consider picking. Actually, I only consider picking TV shows and movies over music because I can hear music in those things. If I couldn't hear music in those things, I'd pick music. Okay. Yeah. I like how you built this back door into your own question of I can just listen to music through TV shows. I didn't actually know that until I had said it out loud. A likely story. I didn't really think about the question too much. I just wrote it down and moved on. Okay. We need to move through the next questions in a faster... Okay. Okay. Is it mine? Do you have any quick fire ones? Sure. Would you rather your pet learns to speak or is guaranteed to live as long as you do? Guaranteed to live as long as I do. I think I'd rather hear Rudy speak. What is wrong with you? I want to know his deeper innermost thoughts. But he could die tomorrow. That's true, but at least I would have truly known him. You have like a heart to heart <laughs> and then he dies. I do a podcast episode. Touch wood now. I do a podcast episode with him. Oh, what would he sound like? Well, I think we've done this before on the podcast. I he know, would sound... Hey. I feel like he would sound different depending on your mood. So every time we ask this, it's like a different voice. Mama, give me some niblets. He'd have that voice. I think so. No, I think he'd be more like... He's quite gruff and ornery. No, but I think his voice would be more like... Hey. Hey, Mama. I don't want to do that. It'd just be like that. Sure. He'd be like you. 
You were doing kind of a surly teenager face. Yeah, that's what he's like. Is he a stroppy teen? Yeah. Listening to Fallout Boy? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Okay, I have a quick one. Do tell. You've never seen a baby animal in real life. Not that I can recall. No, you haven't. So, we've <laughs> talked checked, about this. I checked your brain. And you sometimes I ask you a question, and then a year later I'll ask you again, and you have a different answer. <laughs> but it's like a factual-based question. And so I'm like, what is happening? I'm mercurial. So my question to you is, if you can only ever see one, would you rather see a puppy or a kitten? This is Sophie's choice. Is it? I think I would rather see a kitten. I think puppies are more like dogs than kittens are like cats. If you see okay, what I'm well, saying. I what you mean. And so I think it would be more eye-opening to play with a kitten. I don't think dogs are that cute when they're puppies. Well, you're just a heartless shrew. <laughs> If I'm being honest. Why do you have to be a shrew? Why uh, can't I just be heartless? Why, can't, why does it have to be gendered? You're just mean. <laughs> um, I'm the reason Trump won. Pretty much. People like me. Um, no, I obviously do find puppies cute. That's not what I meant. I just, uh, I think kittens are like the cutest thing ever to exist. Whereas like puppies are just regular cute. <laughs> sure. Do you know what I mean? And actually sometimes they're not even cute. They look weird. <laughs> So, and actually, sometimes I wanted to stamp on them. It's kind of like babies. Not all babies are cute. <gasps> You're not supposed to say that. Oh, That makes you a monster. What I mean by that is they're cute. Like I said, puppies are cute. But like there are some babies that are really cute. And there are some babies that are just, that's a baby. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Am I going to go to hell? Baby hell. You have to change diapers. A baby hell where it's just babies that have died. What's wrong That's with That's not you? what I meant. I meant... You take that out right now. I refuse. The world needs to know about baby hell. You know how they're creating it, don't you? With chemtrails. They're seeding the earth with their dastardly chemicals. I don't see how one has to do with the so other. So they can but... spawn underground a baby hell. Alex Jones has all the details, I assure you. He's no. seen the documents. He's talked to the unnamed government sources. He knows the score and you don't. And frankly, it's sickening, sickening what the liberal elite are trying to do to this country. Okay. I'm gonna we're gonna redact the name he just said. <laughs> so you're not even gonna know what name he just said. Well, he has now been banned from every social media site under the sun. Okay, that doesn't mean he can't make a fake account. I don't know why they I put don't... so much stock into this banning business. He's just gotta make a fake account. Put it out there that this is his fake account and then secretly it will trickle into all his fans and they will all start to like add him and then there you go, he's back on it. I don't know why people act like this is like a foregone conclusion that he's like never going to be on social media again. He's been banished from the face of the earth. So you think he's going to make Everyone a Facebook profile to... called Smalik Snones? Yes, I do. Okay. Would you rather, this is kind of a joke one. But it's quick. I don't have any more quick fire ones. Would you rather only be able to use one browser tab on your favorite browser or have to use Internet Explorer? Do you mean one browser tab as in I can't have a million browsers? Yeah, you can only open one tab. I have like 500 tabs open on my phone. (laughs) 
I'm not kidding either. It's 400 and something tabs. I can't find Jesus it. Jesus Christ, woman. I can't find it now where it says how many tabs. But um, You have a problem. I do because I know you can just bookmark stuff, but I don't look at my bookmarks. And I feel like you can't always actually see what it is from looking at the bookmark title. It's like some nonsense and then it's the title. Whereas like the way that Safari is on the iPhone, it's really easy to just like skim through the tabs and see what it is. And so I just leave the tab open. And I find that I don't even go back to check, even though I know in my mind I want to. It's like putting a box of like, look at this later. <laughs> but 500 tabs later and I'm still doing it. And I'm actually a few tabs away from being at the limit because every now and then it's it won't let me add a new tab. So then I see that like yesterday I Googled fucking how to spell the word red or whatever. <laughs> and then and I'm like, oh, I can close that tab willy-nilly. Okay. And so I can open a new one. So that happens to me. And to think 412 of those tabs are Pornhub? Probably. You couldn't. You couldn't bear to lose those cherished videos, could you? Look, when you find a video that you really like and then it, and you've been masturbating to it for like 12 years and then you go back one day and it's not there, it's upsetting. What's even the point in living? It's like they've left you and they never say goodbye. <laughs> I needed closure, MFM threesome. How do you know? <laughs> I... Never want to go back to Internet Explorer. I feel like I've left an abusive relationship. Oh, yeah. I didn't answer the question. And I'd rather just have one tab on Chrome than a hundred tabs on Internet Explorer. Yeah, I'd obviously rather just have one tab because Internet Explorer is horse shit. I can't believe people still use My it. My mum was using it up until last year. That's perturbing and when you try to tell like it was in that mode of like why are you still using this and she's like it's fine like i don't you know like why do you need to change things it's that kind of attitude but she's using chrome now sure she somehow inexplicably like signed up to netflix through itunes and when we were trying to change like the billing information it kept trying to connect to itunes to do it but she was trying to do it on a laptop and this page kept coming up saying connecting to iTunes. And for like 10 minutes, she was like, it's trying to connect to iTunes. And then eventually me and my brother took the laptop over and it actually said, opening iTunes, you haven't got iTunes, download it. And we we're like, you're trying to open it and you don't even have it. So I don't know how she has like, this bought is Netflix through iTunes. Like some <clears throat> Kafka-esque digital kerfuffle. Mm. Yeah. I don't understand how. And when I tried to figure out how to disconnect it, I couldn't. Sure. That's it's, not what you want. It's 4.44. Jay-Z's on the floor. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. He had an album called 4.44. And he recorded it while he was supine? No, but it rhymed with four. Okay, I get it. And you are a famous rhymester. I am a rhymester. Okay, more quickfire ones. <clears throat> and I cannot stress enough. I don't have any more quickfire The ones. emphasis on quick. Okay, quick. Would you rather have to wear a Paul Blart Mall Cup t-shirt for the rest of your life? And you can never tell anyone that you're forced to or lose your sense of smell? <clears throat> 
The t-shirt, obviously. I think I'd rather lose my sense of smell. No, you're lying. Am I? You're lying. Am I? You are. Am I? We all know how much I like my sense of smell. <laughs> That's not going to be picked I up. I don't care. You saw it. <laughs> I don't think I could live with the weirdness and embarrassment. You don't go anywhere. But I might one day. Who cares? I have big plans. This is the problem. You care what people think. No, but you know why? Because you can wear a bunch of weird different clothing <clears throat> and people might raise an eyebrow. But especially if you live in a big city like, say, New York or London, it's not that big of a deal. People will just forget about it and move on. But if you're the guy who <clears throat> every single day without fail wears a Paul Blart Mall Cup t-shirt. I don't even really know what that is. It's a crappy comedy yeah, I know with that. Kevin James. Kevin James is like not the worst. Do you know what's going to happen? He's a bit of the worst. People are going to start calling you the Paul Blart Mall Cup guy. Okay. That's so much worse than just being known for occasionally wearing weird stuff sometimes. That's not even really a label. The opposite is not... No, like... People You're saying start... you won't be able to smell food. You won't be able to smell chocolate. You won't be able to smell the way London smells. What is wrong with you that you... Why? Why? <laughs> this is like an honest-to-God insane <laughs> thing that you've said to me. Insane. People will start calling you Paul. So? And eventually third parties will start believing that's your name. When do we see people that we see people on repeat? Hardly <laughs> ever. Okay, but we're not going to be hermits forever. Okay, but it doesn't say anywhere that you can't modify this T-shirt. No, it does. In the small print of the question. <clears throat> okay, but you can put stuff over it. Surely the the sub-fucking-plot of this question is not that you can't wear jackets when it's cold you can wear jackets but the paul blart more cup graphic has to be exposed to the world just have someone walk in front of you just imagine every time you post a selfie on instagram it has paul blart's face in it that's why you just post a selfie of your face okay but you also like posting outfit selfies Okay, but not more than I like smelling stuff. <laughs> when you eat your food, part of the why you enjoy the food is because you like the smell as it goes in your mouth. Okay, to point out the the painfully obvious, I'm being semi-facetious about this answer. Obviously, I would probably keep my sense of smell. Okay, that wasn't obvious because you had to point it out. I'd love to just... Do you know what? You can't get mad at me. You can't give me this question and, like, seriously keep going on and on about how you can't possibly wear this T-shirt and then just throw out, you know what? I've been, like, messing around this whole time. <laughs> it was a joke, lol. Hashtag troll. I thought this was to be a quick question. Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, you decided to rake me over the coals. Well, you decided to care what people think which is just a crime <laughs> i felt like i was being cross-examined in a courtroom well, i will beat the insecurities out of you verbally i don't want that well i don't want to be bullied into self-love well you should be what's your favorite smell quick quick chicken <laughs> oh, okay i don't know um no, you've already answered. Chicken, yeah, probably like KFC chicken. Chicken goes down in the record books mm, now. Yeah. Okay. You have What's any your more? favorite smell? 
I've got to tell you, nothing really food-wise, nothing springs to mind. But the smell of your hair when I'm hugging uh, you. You see, that's how you earn quick and dirty boyfriend points. I listeners. do really like the smell of you, and I like the smell of you in all senses. Like, where are we like, going with this? I like your natural smell when you're like stinky, and I like your smell when you're clean. Okay. I like them both. So sure. there's nothing like oh, lying in the nook and smelling you. <laughs> <laughs> and bottling it for later. Pretty much. Um, okay. Do you have more quick fire ones? No, but I only have one question left. Okay, let me go through all my quick fire ones. I, no, I don't think this one should be last because it's dark. I okay. think, it, think the quick fire one should be last. Okay, would you rather know what's after death or not? I think we already know what's after death, so... But for sure. I think I would rather know, yeah. Because I'm not going to be that upset when what I already suspect is confirmed. Yeah, I don't really know that I strongly suspect one or the other. Okay. I try. I think I tried to keep my hope alive because death is terrifying. And so I don't know if knowing would help me because obviously if I knew and it was bad, then that would make death even more scary. But then you've got to wonder whether you should gamble because what if it's not scary? Maybe I really do... kind of struggle with the thought of death kind of quite frequently so maybe maybe knowing would be better okay i don't know because if it was good i think i'd be more free that's that makes sense but what if you find out there is a heaven and hell and it is based on your sins i I wasn't gonna say i haven't sinned (laughs) i have sinned but, like, I don't know, like, do you just go to hell if you've, like, had sex before marriage? Or do you go to hell if you've murdered someone? Like, what's the levels? If we're talking about strictly fucking Bible shit where it's, like, you can't wear short skirts and stuff, then I know it probably doesn't say you can't wear <laughs> short skirts in the Bible. You know what And I mean? then Jesus saith that mini skirts are forbidden. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can but see there's... your ass cheeks, Mary. <laughs> But there's some really, like, shitty, strict things that, like, sure. just seem ridiculous. If that's the case, then... Can't would... eat shellfish. Can't wear clothing made out of several different fabrics. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Also, tattoos, hilariously, are forbidden in the Bible. So all of those people with Jesus or cross tattoos. Uh... Jolly good, guys. Read a little bit closer, <clears throat> if you would. Okay. Also... I've got to say, because of the inevitability, it almost kind of makes the discovery pointless. Because if I'm going to heaven or I'm going to hell, regardless, I don't really gain anything by finding it out. It's still going to happen. I do, though. That's why... What do you gain if you find out you're going to hell? Well, no, I don't gain anything if I'm going to hell, but I do gain something if I'm going to heaven. Or if... You get like something good happens when you die, like it's a completely different 
it's not really, we see it as death, but it's not really death. It's just a new life, which I guess is like a way of saying reincarnation. But that's not strictly what I mean. It's like when Jodie Foster goes through the wormhole in contact. Yeah. Or... You see your dad on an alien beach. Well, I don't really want to see my dad, but... You see Nathan Fillion... He's Nathan Fillion dead. Pretending to be your dad on an alien beach. Oh, he's only a few years older than me, but oh. That's not even slightly true. Isn't he in his 40s? He's in his early 50s. We looked no. this up the other day. Okay. You fucking... Did I not have a reaction to it? God. <laughs> but you're just so quick to That's assume. Such a bastard. You know what? I'm I was get- trying to change it up. I didn't want to call you the... <laughs> the C word. The dreaded C word. The see you next Tuesday Jesus word. Jesus Christ. Um, when we go through and we see the wonders, maybe we too will say, it's so beautiful. They should have sent a poet. That's such a good line. That is a good line. That's a good movie. We rewatched that line a lot. We watched. We rewatched that movie with Matthew recently. Oh, did you watch it with Matthew? Yeah, and it was super fun. Were we high? No. Oh. It's just a really good underrated movie. Yeah, I'd never seen it before. John Hurt as the eccentric billionaire who never lands on the ground. He's always on his... He's not like the best part of the movie. Though. No, but there's just so many good performances. Matthew McConaughey, wow, he's a bit ropey. This was back when he was in his rom-com mode, to be fair. He wasn't. He was. He wasn't. Okay, you're factually wrong, he was. No, I'm not factually wrong. Do you think that True Detective was in 1992? No, but he didn't only do rom-coms oh, before man. that. Okay. I'm going to throttle you. I think maybe you will. If you don't ever get another podcast, you know what's happened. <laughs> okay. I haven't answered. Okay. Oh, I haven't finished answering. Um, yeah. So if I find out it's good, I will gain something from it. So I'd have to decide whether the gamble is worth it. Because obviously if I find something bad, it's going to make my life that much worse. That's true. But it could make my life that much better. And since I'm holding out hope, I think I would rather know. You're an optimist. Not always, but right now. <laughs> You're a glass half full yeah. type of person. Okay, I've got some more quick fire ones that I want to shoot your way, get your reaction. If you could be temporarily transported to the future, would you rather spend one year in 2119 or a month in the year 3019. So would you rather spend oh. a year, a hundred years from now, or a month, a thousand years from now? Yeah. <laughs> I've got to tell you, I think the answer's obvious. I don't think I want to spend a year, because it might be bad. That's true. So... Never thought about that. Like, if we're in some kind of post-apocalyptic fucking chaos or even not even post-apocalyptic the world has just gone i feel like we're in this like strange place right now where some things are threatening to go to reverse completely it's almost like on some issues we have come a ways but on some it's like we've come far enough for some people where they can't possibly allow us to go any further, so they've just reversed everything. And I worry that that is going to stick. And if it does, that could be a terrifying place. So I think I choose the month in case it's bad. What were you thinking when you said I think it's obvious? I think you have to go a thousand years in the future. 
I think it would be more interesting. Yeah. It would be more valuable. Yeah, because a hundred years, it might be a case of like, in some areas, nothing has changed. Sure. Still. You think about a hundred years ago. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's quite different, but it's not a different world altogether. Yeah, but also in like twenty fifty, a hundred years ago is only the fifties. <laughs> what a make weird sense? way to put that. No, you know what I mean? Like, and that. That isn't okay. that much. Whereas like a thousand is absolute a lot of time. I think I would go a thousand years in the future, spend a month burning up on all their new technology, learning how to do it, learning how to make it, learning yeah. all their new scientific advancements. And then I would kind of be like a time traveling information courier. And I would bring it back to our time. Yes. Be like... Um, Although then you create one of the classic, you know, that, that cliche of time travel movies where it's a paradox. I would be destroying the future that I just came from to create the new future. Oh, well. The present <laughs> is really all that matters. So. Sure, that's very true. Okay, should we go through some more... Yeah. Quick fire ones. I try to do quick, but if you drop in <laughs> some deep shit on me, I can't just give you one word answers. Okay. Would you rather have $1 million right now, no strings attached, or have $10 million, but you have to lug the physical cash around with you wherever you go? That's quite a heavy thing to... You'd have to put it on a, a little... Like a little trolley. Yeah, some thing. kind of... How much do we think is one million? What do you mean? In cash, like how many bags or whatever? I think it would be a sack full of cash. How big's the sack? That doesn't mean anything to me. <laughs> I don't know. It's just a, a like imagine a, Santa sack? a pillowcase filled with hundred dollar bills. That would be a million. I think so, roughly. Then ten million. But everywhere you go, you have to take it with you. So, like, even to the toilet? Yes, or to the shop. So you'd have to defend it. But it'd be in stuff. So you're just pulling along... I mean clear bags, would it? <laughs> it wouldn't be in big sacks with a dollar sign on it? No. You'd just be... You'd be pulling along a trail of suitcases, like elephants linked together. Yeah. That's kind of cute. It is kind of cute. I think... Yeah, I'd go for the 10 million as well, but it would be... Very inconvenient. Also, it wouldn't be 10 million forever. You'd be spending it, so it would go down. Sure, but it's not going to go down that fast. But you could invest like half of it. Therefore, you've already gotten rid of half. I think that's a loophole that's not allowed. Really? So you can't spend it. You've got 10 million, <laughs> but you can't spend it. That's dumb. You have to just you know look it. at it. You have to appreciate the the physical beauty of no, the banknotes. dumb. And if you lived in like, I don't know... Yeah, that's dumb. You could use your 10 million to hire bodyguards to go everywhere with you, and therefore it would keep your 10 million safe. But then you would always be paranoid and always be afraid. But I'd have 10 million pounds. Sure. So I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> have you not learned from any movies about rich people? No, you know why? Because they're made by rich people. That's interesting. That's I'd never considered that before. 
I've never met a real person in real life who was poor and then rich and then has said being rich sucks. So until I meet that person, I don't give a shit how many movies there are. Okay. Next question. You didn't answer. I did. I said I'd rather have the 10 million. Oh, okay. I just think it would... It would... You might get a bit of it stolen. It would be a, a quite a big dampener on your ability to just live your life normally. Okay, but we don't go anywhere, so... Oh, man. Broken record, Samantha. Okay, but you keep, like... We're trying to, like, apply it to our real lives. It would really only... Saying that, if we had 10 million, we would go places, so it doesn't count. So you can scrap what I just said. Sure, but you would be more hesitant to go to a lot of places if you had to take your wealth with you. No, because, like I said, you could just hire someone for when you travel. Yeah, I guess. Because you've got 10 million, so... Okay, next question. Would you rather live in a world where you have to be naked all the time and everyone else is dressed normally or a world where everyone else is naked but you can never take off your clothes? See, this is the one you were kind of stepping on Uh, earlier. Okay. I can't give you a one-word answer to this, so I don't really know what you want from me. Um... (laughs) <laughs> and I did want a one-word answer. <laughs> I don't know. I guess maybe I'd have to say... Um, I was going to say everyone else naked because even though you could be really secure and confident, but eventually it's just going to feel not great because you're the only person who's naked <clears throat> and you'd be, like, isolated and lonely. Sure. But... But you'd be free. Yeah, but... You could feel that breeze on your butt. But then to never be able to take your clothes off would suck. Because think about when it's hot. Sure. Mm. Do you often walk around naked in the summertime? I do walk, yeah. But not outside. Yeah, but... I don't know. What about you? I think... Yeah, I I would take the safe option. The kind of boring option. Everyone else be naked and I can't take off my clothes. I think I'm leaning to the other option. You know why? Because one would make you a social pariah if you were naked all the time and no one knew why. But the other one would just be, it would make you feel kind of alone, but you wouldn't necessarily be ostracized for wearing clothes. You would. People would hate you because they would be like, you judge us and you think you're better than us and you won't take your clothes off. That's how we live. But you're like covering up what you got to hide. <laughs> you know? They try to tear your clothes off, but they're glued on. Horrendous. This is a movie in the making. Sure. They glued on. <laughs> oh. Painful. Also, how would you bathe? You would. You just... I don't know. You'd have to use a hairdryer on your clothes afterwards? Yeah. Okay, next question. Would you rather experience the worst pain imaginable for a whole day and then get to live a completely pain-free life or just take your chances with a normal life? The first one. A whole day is a long time to be in the worst pain you could possibly conceive of. I think that might drive you mad. Making the rest of your life a moot point. Do you know what drives you mad? Migraines that last nine days. <laughs> which happened to me, by the way, just the other week. So... Oh, mi- joy. 
yeah. So I think I'll take this full. Migraines are pretty fucking painful. They can be really, really debilitating. And they are like relentless. When you have them for days, you also have them while you're asleep. So they're not, you're not, you're getting barely any relief. That and like really serious toothache when you need to have a tooth out are like the most painful things I've ever experienced. So I think I would, no, I don't think I know I would take the full day of like immense pain. I see the practical value in making that trade-off. I can't believe you're thinking about this. I don't think mentally I could survive 24 hours in the worst pain you could possibly be in. But all that would happen is you'd pass out. No, you don't pass out. That's the point. You have to endure it. Okay, well... But you're so young, like... You've potentially got like 80 years left. You could have lots of pain in that 80 years. But my point is, I think my mind would be fractured. But we could heal your mind afterwards. We could get you in some place and they could fix you. (laughs) Take you to like intensive therapy. They could give me the electroshock treatment. No, that's horrendous. Like in Requiem for a Dream. I haven't seen it. Spoilers. Oh, sure. I am going to watch it one day. I just have to be in the right mood. It's on the list. Okay. Best of luck watching it. Make sure it's a day where you're you're ready to be sad. No, it kind of needs to be a day when I'm already sad because, yeah, that it's not going to make you happy after. That's true. Okay. Would you rather 50% of everything you say out loud gets tweeted in your name or a screen is constantly hovering over your head which shows the amount of time since you last orgasmed and what porn you were watching, if applicable. The second one. Interesting. Ofs. Ofs. That's just because you're so... You don't care what other people think. Yeah, no, I don't. And that is admirable. It should be. I think I would go with that one as well. Uh, um, Would you? I think so. I (laughs) love... What... What kind of implicit accusation is in there? I just thought that you, because you do care what people think, I thought you would pick the first one. But then you would also have people intruding. Yeah, it's both. It's an intrusion either way. Into your private conversations. I think I would go with the porn one because, well, first of all, if you orgasm during sex, there would be nothing on the screen. So that's that's like a good loophole. And secondly... If you masturbated, though, would you masturbation be on the scene? Well, do you mean what you imagined? If you didn't, no, use... you masturbating would that be on the screen? No, it's just what you watched. Oh, okay. That would be much worse if it was just a a GoPro video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I would go with the second one because the first one you would never feel wholly comfortable having a private conversation. No. And that would ruin you your life. You don't know which 50%. It's just yeah. 50% of everything you say. It's like a Russian roulette. You might make yeah. an edgy joke and then it destroys your life. The second one, I think, would also have a, a negative effect. because It, it wouldn't would, have a negative effect on me. But I think it would make you choose what porn you watch much more carefully. I watch the same porn all the time. You watch quite vanilla porn. Yeah, I do. I watch like 
MFM threesomes like you so fucking called out earlier. And I watch... That's it. And occasionally I watch... Um, lesbians or... Yeah. It's mostly MFM. Sure. It's like 99% MFM. You like standard POV shots. Yes. That are very basic. Yes. Sure. And I obviously don't care about people knowing the last time I orgasmed. That's like... Yeah, that one's not such a big deal. Yeah. I think the the intention of this question is to try and say, if you were some sexless virgin, yeah. it would be embarrassing. But even then, of course, it's not. It's because not, but people, yeah. That's not a shameful thing. I think it would just... Yeah, I think you would end up... if you If you weren't like you you would revert to the most vanilla porn possible or you wouldn't use porn. Yeah, that's true. Because it's to have that giant screen above your head playing what you last watched. Occasionally I read when I masturbate. So it would be <laughs> it would be someone reading the words out loud on yeah. the screen with subtitles. Yeah. Like when the TV's muted in a doctor's office. And every now and then I do just use my mind. Good Every for you. Then. Must be nice. Usually it's after like a sex dream. I'll just wake up and do it. So the sex dream is still really fresh in my head. Yeah. I think the second, yeah, the second one, definitely. I'm coming more and more around to it. I think it would be like jumping into a cold pool. It's hard and shocking at first and it makes you very uncomfortable, but then you just get used to it and forget about it. Yeah. Yes, I do like kink.com. <laughs> what of it, postman? <laughs> okay. One more question. It'd be funny when you're like at your mom's. <laughs> because she's got one over her head as well. Oh, Everyone's got it. No one wants that. No one wants that. No one wants that. And in fact, no one needs that. Especially because if you're on Pornhub, the video title you're most likely to click on because there's 99% prevalence of it is horny stepmom fucks big dick son the titles really annoy me because they're almost always fake like it's not really the case sure and sometimes i don't want to click on a video because of the title even though i can see the content is not actually what the title is but i'm like i can't click on it because of what it says (laughs) i love your porn viewing scruples yeah you're so dainty and you're so moral i don't know what you mean (laughs) Last question. Would you rather get $500 every time you make a stranger laugh or $10,000 every time you make a stranger cry? Stranger laugh. You know why? Because people laugh politely for no reason at all. This is true. You could just be like, oh my God, it's so cold today. And someone would be like, (laughs) yeah. A nervous laugh. Yeah. So the laugh, clearly. It's much harder to make people cry. To really make big books you'd have to become a professional comedian no you wouldn't how many people can you make nervous laugh in a day probably a lot if you go to like the center of somewhere and just make conversation with everyone if you made every single person laugh, you went to london and you stood it on like fucking oxford street and just spoke to a hundred people i bet 80 of them laugh because most people have that kind of nervous, polite laugh. Okay, that's true. Not that many people are like deadpan. 
I guess you could just wear a really funny t-shirt. Yeah. You could say the same joke to everyone. So you don't even have to come up with lots of different jokes. Find a really funny joke that you know most people will find funny. And even some of the people that don't find funny will laugh because it's like a polite thing. Sure. I mean, maybe it's not like that everywhere, but our culture is like that. <laughs> like England is like that. They have that kind of like weird sort of like, even when they really don't want to talk to you, that like weird laugh. But you know how you can make a lot of money with the cry option? With a one-time deed that's kind of a ethical get-out-of-jail-free card? How? With a funeral? No. Well, you're not really making people cry at a funeral. Unless you give a speech. What? People just automatically cry at funerals. But you're not not making them cry. Someone just has to be dead. But that's not your action. I see what you mean. No, but if you did the eulogy and then they started crying. We went in two very different directions. You would be making them cry. That's true. How then? But how many times does a funeral come about where you're the eulogist? (laughs) That's why you have to make friends with everyone to make them laugh. And then you switch to making them cry. Wow. You're trying to double dip. Yeah. So what then? You'd throw a tear gas grenade into an alt-right rally. You think you're so fucking clever, don't you? I'm a little bit, at least. They're, don't you know they're manly men and they don't cry? <laughs> even when being gassed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's okay. the end of us. That's the end of you. That's the end of this. Samantha's going to read some plugs very quickly. And then we're going to depart for some yummy yums. Some nommy noms. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please share it with anyone else you think might like it. Um, New episodes are released about a month after the last one. I know this one was longer, but that's us. You can find the podcast on iTunes and pretty much all of the podcast services. Or you can go to rtappodcast.com. That's A-R-T-A-T podcast.com which redirects to our soundcloud page and you can send any feedback and comments to rtappodcast at gmail.com please rate review and subscribe on itunes which really helps podcasts like ours yay and also we are rtappodcast on twitter and instagram so come and follow us and if you want to find our personal sites personal sites you can find mine at ryanfinchwrites.com and if you go to Sam Rosie, that's S A M R O S E Y dot com, all my links are on there, my YouTube, Instagram, which is where I am most of the time. We gave you a nine and a half hour episode, listeners. Yeah, we did. Don't say we don't ever give you anything. All just talking about would you rathers. I mean, it's not, but kind of. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you need. That is all you need. All you need is love. Would you rather listen to a four-hour episode of some random podcast or just do some shit in your life, listener? Do, 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 do. Some people have it on in the background. That's true. Whereas I feel like if I do that, I'm not actually listening. So it looks like it's no point. No one's listening to us anyway. Well, sad. We decided to make it a little bit longer still. Always longer. Longer is best. 
Isn't that the saying? That's not what you assured me the other night when I was in tears. Why did you go there? Why did you have to go there? Because I wanted to flip it on its its head. Grotty. Grotty is what it is. I don't think so. In fact, I'm going to get a t-shirt that just says grotty and I'm going to get some stickers made and I'm going to just sticker you. Sticky. I don't like how you're gesturing towards my crotch. Or you're talking about your crotch and, and no one wants to know about it except me. <laughs> <laughs> and you want to know the most about and it. And your many admirers. You want a documentary film, an eight part HBO series. It has to be HBO because that's where they have the dicks. 